Hey everybody, this is a cabinet podcast for me, a podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host K-Dog, as well as my friend Eber, he's my co-host. And we go for four fucking hours on how things are. We go from this movie called Cuties, which is kind of like hardcore, uh, we, we dive deep into that, 2020 sensational Netflix controversial movie, and then we talk about that Superman, we review that shit, I should put that in the hashtag, and then also, like, then we just kind of end up on the, the nature of reality, which I don't think I hit home, but you'll see, so as always, please like and subscribe, you know, all that good stuff, um, yeah, and then, uh, share away if you can, and I mean, these are lengthy, so I don't know what kind of audience we're trying to get, but one day I hope to try to clip them out, meaning create clips of these videos so that are a little bit easier to digest as opposed to four hours of just nonsense, because this is what it seems like. All right, enjoy. Hit record. Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for you, podcast for us, as well as you, or we, or, yeah, and especially oh. 20, uh, 20 woke period, that'll make, that'll make sense later on, because I, I hit a horn and you didn't hear it, but I think the viewers heard it, if they didn't hear it, then I sound like a crazy fuck, anyways, here we are, it's uh, September 14th, 2020, we are getting into some shit today. How are you doing, Eber? Doing all right. Mm. Hot. Hot? Hot. Oh, yeah, there's fires and shit. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not that close to the fire where, you know, like I'm burning or anything. But, yeah, that's they're about maybe about 15 miles east of where I'm at. Yeah, like the news was like, hey, yeah. Fucking. Well, uh, I read the news. So when I – that sounds fucking stupid. But I'm just saying, like, when I read the news about California, you, you should be on fire right now. That's what it seems like, right? Mm-hmm. It's like people are, like, looking at you like, are you okay? You don't look burnt. Yeah, it's funny, too, because I see these things, but I don't see anything about, like, you know, the hometown or anything. I know, I know it's hot there, though. Yeah, it's been pretty hot. Um, down in National City in Chula Vista, it's been, like, 90 it's always hot there. Um, out here last week, it was like 105. Jesus. It was so hot that um, my car, I drove it around. And even though I pulled the key out 10 minutes later, the coolant fan kicked on. Wow. The car off. Yeah. I didn't even know. Wait. I didn't even know the car could do that. Yeah, I didn't know that either until it happened. And then I looked <laughs> it up and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess. That's how hot it was. Make sure that the engine doesn't burn down. That's cool that it did that. That's a good safety feature. I can't. These cars are smarter than us now. Jesus Christ! Pretty soon, my car's gonna become like self-aware. It's gonna transform with you in it. (laughs) August twenty-seventh, twenty (laughs) twenty-one. The Porsche becomes self-aware and decides he doesn't need to drive it. So it's one thing I did like about Terminator Two, where they're like, "Yo, man, the future's unwritten," and then Terminator Three, the future's written. Yeah, you're (laughs) fucked. No matter what. Yeah, Yeah, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. It's happening. Yeah, but the second one, you know, it seems yeah. to be Sarah Con or Sarah Con, Linda Hamilton. No, not Linda. Okay, I'm mixing up my strong female presence because in Terminator Two, you think, oh yeah, that's it, it's good. And then three comes, you're like, what the fuck? And then um, you got aliens, right? It's all hopeful, life is good. Alien three comes, what the fuck? She's dead. What the fuck? I mean, uh, I think that's another reason why they decided to ignore part three because 
Mm. It didn't fit the James Cameron kind of view of, you know. Did you watch that movie? No, I haven't watched it yet. I know. I know. I watched the Superman movie, Man of Tomorrow. You did. Let's come back to that. Let's get into some topics. All right. Well, let's discuss. Let's do. Let's talk shop behind the curtain stuff. What's better, heavy heavy duty topic? You know, how we get into it like COVID or whatever. Or uh, I think anybody that watches these things go, is like, holy shit! They go from like heavy shit to like super light, fun, nerdy stuff back into heavy shit. Yeah. So, what do you think is better? Starting the show, and I was thinking about that. I was texting you. I was like, starting a show with a lighthearted topic, then go into some dark shit, or go dark dude, go dark first, and then and then lighten it up. Yeah. Right. I thought so, because Superman will be a real lighthearted combo. We'll get nerdy. Oh. oh, I don't know about that. We should probably start with Superman. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Superman's going to get very nerdy. Because there's so many levels, because you're, you're a nerd, I'm a nerd. We're- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's put it, let's put it over there. What, what you got, Kev? Okay, okay. So, have you heard about that, um, what's that, that movie on the big rage in the machine called Cuties? Wow, really? So right now the internet's burning on fire because they have this movie on Netflix called Cuties. And man, that Netflix, man, they're really getting some provocative movies nowadays. You remember the 365? We talked about it. Where it was- yeah, I know somebody that watched it. They said it wasn't that bad. But there's like, like, I don't know. All right, whatever. Let's not, let's not rehash the past. Anyway. She said it was a stupider version of, uh, was it Grey's, not Grey's Anatomy? Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because she she gets raped and then she's okay with it. That's well, no. the The girl I talked to said that she watched it and she said that she doesn't get touched. Yeah, until he she wants to. Kidnaps her though. Yeah, and then he puts a situation into her in which they get it on. I mean, like it's just like okay, instead of giving her rohypnol, I mean drugs to put her down and then do things to her. He just puts her in a situation where she would do that is rape. I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe, I mean, did you watch it? I don't need to fucking watch a fucking. I'm telling you somebody watched it and it's a female and you know, I told her, don't hold back. What'd you think about it? And she was all, no, it didn't seem that bad. I mean, he doesn't touch her. He kind of promises not to touch her for a year. You are correct that you should watch the shit you're critiquing. (laughs) <laughs> I, do. I, can just... well, I mean i got a female perspective on it and i don't feel like i need to watch it i didn't read too much smoke about it so whatever but this cuties thing what is this okay so it's about this um islamic girl and she's part of that fucked up religion where it's like um multiple wives kind of bullshit but it's not her it's it's from the perspective of the daughter and her dad flew over to some place to pick up another chick to marry. So now she's going to have two moms. And this is a thing with her, you know? So like this girl, she's like 11 or 12. She's pretty, pretty you know, kind of thing. And, you know, coming to coming to age, but at that age, you know, and she's not liking her life. And so she's like, fuck, what do I do? You know? Right. So she finds escape by uh, seeing this, this dance team of other aged 11 year olds where they're dressing provocative now they're they're 11 they're 11 and they're dressing like like you know provocative and they start dancing and twerking and they're thank you social media exactly and basically so she likes this group and then she latches on to them because she's trying to separate herself from you know the conservative islamic culture and also the, the fucked up thing of her mom 
being a second mom, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, she gets lost in the sexual world of dancing and trying to show off her thing, you know, to other kids and the social media and talking about sex and booty calls and shit. So basically it's a pedophile's dream to watch this fucking movie. And that's why they're getting, that's why they're getting, um, um, what you call it, razzed by this. They're like, fuck, you have this, these kids. I mean, well, let me, let me continue. So they do the sexy dance and um, I guess everything gets resoluted from that. And everyone's cool with watching these little girls dance like this. They're not dancing. And the thing that makes it, um, I would play the, I was going to play the clip, but I was like, nah, I'm good. Cause I don't need, cause it's like, you can't unsee it. And it's like just a bunch of kids just fucking twerking and shit. And they're like, they're getting after it. Like this is a choreograph. We're, we're slapping her. They're doing, they're doing things. Right. And okay, so that's the movie in a nutshell. Now, Netflix, there's an uproar about it because the way they, they uh, promoted it. I don't even think they understood what they're – this is kind of likened to – you remember the, the the hubbub about the one black kid wearing the monkey sweater and everyone else is wearing sweaters and everyone's like, what the fuck? This yeah. I think it's the marketing for this is the same kind of thing. They weren't really thinking when they put little 10-year-olds dancing all provocative and shit with little girls. So the, the, the picture that the, the cover of the, uh, of the uh, movie is all the girls in their bikinis and they're, and they're fucking like 11, man. They're like, they look like, like kid kids, you know, you, there's yeah. no fusion. There's none. And they're just like, you know, putting it out there, you know, what's the ultimate message, the message the of the movie though. I mean, good. Is, is there, is there a message? Okay. Cause like, have you ever seen little miss sunshine? No, no. So the, there's a scene where the little girl, she, but she's wearing like, like, you know, mid, mid thigh shorts, mm-hmm. you know, but she's dancing all provocative and it's kind of, it's, it's, they're lampooning the, the, um, the child, you know, uh, was it the child beauty pageant, you know, whole phenomenon thing that was going on at the time. Uh, and it's, it's a really funny scene, right? Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be, it is provocative, obviously, because you know it's it's funny because it's ludicrous, right? Yeah, like why would a like little girl do, do this? Right, but it's it's meant to lampoon it. It's meant to be funny. Yeah. In Actually, this one, is it is it just an excuse for them to shoot kids? So the movie's built as a comedy. So it really there is a thing to this movie. You know, you hit it. You hit it though. This movie isn't porn. It, I mean, I don't. Okay, I'm going to get into that in a second. But the movie isn't made by a dude who wants to see kids fuck it's made by a woman who lived the life of a islamic woman with her dad getting with another that's her main message that and the fact that the social media and all that shit comes down and turns kids into sexualized beings i'm wondering i'm wondering are there are there repercussions from participating in that like do the girls do that and then afterwards shit comes down well, the, because it, it could be a cautionary tale. It it is it is and it isn't. It is literally that's what that is. Don't have your kids do this. Uh, watch your kids. If you don't watch your kids, the media will raise them and turn them into these things, these sexual ide- ideologies that that, that that no one's in. Well, some people are into, but um, but 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 I mean to to, to demonstrate this shit, you still have real life eleven year olds doing the things that they're you know they're doing and it's directed and written by this woman who is an activist like she is you know she's kind of liberal she's super liberal 
You know what I mean? She comes from France. That's it. If you want egalitarian, boom, that's it. You know, that they're, they're very liberal. So she's liberal. She's fucking, she's not stupid either. She's got like a bachelor's in biology or a licensee, they call it over there. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an undergrad, but that's what she is. And she's like the truth, you know, but you got these kids. What's it rated? Okay, so not that it matters because it's on Netflix and kids can watch it when their parents aren't around anyways, unless they put like some kind of block on it, right? But true that, but it's not um, it's not one of those movies where it's like a, it's like um, I'm looking right now. What is the fucking rating? Because here's here's the thing, dude. I watched Scarface when I was a kid, and it scared the shit out of me. It's not right. Yeah. Um, it made me laugh. I thought, whoa, that's cool. But then, you know, watching them get blown to bits and accidentally shooting his sister. That that left an impression on me that you know, as cool as it looked, um, you lose control over yourself when you're under the influence. Yeah. And well, as a kid, you're not getting the understanding of that. You're just. No, I got that. No, I got it when oh. I was a kid. Well, uh, what was I like? Maybe twelve, thirteen. I got it, dude. I you got it. That, I just, you know, you... I was like that shit. No, that's no, I'm, I'm good. That's the that's message of Scarface, man. Drugs are bad. <laughs> huh? That's the message of Scarface. Drugs are bad. You right. know, he was rising to the top. He does drugs, but he was kind of fucked up too. He had well, some- there's, there's a lot of other things in there too, but that was that was my main takeaway when I was 12, 13. I was like, that's the, no, no, no bueno, right? Mm-hmm. This movie that you're talking about, I mean, hopefully the people that are watching it are mature people that aren't watching it to to get off right hopefully they're watching it and they're thinking fuck that could be my kid doing these things and putting themselves out there you know and 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 right now you know the major fears are predators out there kidnappers people you know human trafficking and so my my hope that this movie what this movie is is that it's kind of just putting a light on that and it Sometimes to do it, you got to shock people, you know, because it, it's one thing to say it and it's another, it's another thing to show it in a controversial way. And it, it's, it's controversial because it gets people talking, right? We're talking about it right now. We're talking. I don't think we've ever talked about human trafficking and pedophilia and. and, well, we're not, and but, but, that, but that's not the theme of the movie, though. Oh, what's, that, then the, the, what's the theme of the movie? The theme is, you know, if you don't watch your kids, they're going to be fucking acting like this especially girls because the, so, and also undertones of this is what social media is, is, okay. is, is that, that, that those are the, it's not an undertone of like, look, watch this so you can jack off. No, it, right, right, right. It's that, but, but <laughs> it has the potential to be that or what? Well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, shit, you got these kids dancing like that and shit. And so you got, you got, got, oh, man, it's, it's weird, right? Because like, uh, oh, that was goofy, man. That's all recorded. I'm an idiot. No, so like, all right, let's let's step back. Who do you think is defending this movie, right or left? And who do you think is against this movie, right or left? I would say liberals would defend it, and conservatives would ban it. It's funny, right? So you're right, and the it's okay. So I think this is more nuanced than something as simple as ban it or not ban it. Yeah. So, okay. Because you can do it doesn't mean you have to do it. And because it is, it is made by, you know, a liberal lady. She had good intentions, but can it be a thing in which 
woke goes broke. You know what I mean? Like, I know that you, it's a woman empowerment. It is, and it isn't. I don't know, man. I'd, I'd, I'd have to read about it. You know, I don't really, I don't, I don't feel like I need to watch it to understand it because you get you know, it. I've, written, I've written papers about human trafficking. You know, we, we, they, I talk yeah. to my kids about it. And yeah, that's, I understand that it's a thing and that them exposing themselves online. We've had kids that have had to move schools because yeah. they shared something online and they got spread all over school and they're burnt out, you know, but that's a, okay. a move. All right, because all right, so my like so that the introductory is this movie for you and me, this convo. I wanted to take this convo something else. So you got Republicans trying to be conservative about it, you know, don't fuck each other shit. Liberals defending it because look, look at what they do to women, you know, look at this shit. This is your look if you're looking at it like this, then it's in your head. But really, I mean, let's strip all that away. Say the movie is played on mute. What do you have? You have a bunch of little girls acting pretty provocative now the message in the context of it yes that's there but that does exist now how far do we go for a message because okay i know artsy fartsy and everything but say you for a message right the greatest message ever you want to put kids fucking and they've made movies in which they were in these kind of situations there's a movie called kids where these fucking kids they're fucking right and it's hardcore you know not like like hardcore porn, but it's hardcore. Yeah, it's enough. Okay. It's a yeah. So you have a message, and you're trying to make a serious movie, and you're doing this this thing for shock value. Does that make it okay? I mean, like I know who who the chick is, and I know why she did what she did. But I mean, this is where you, I think that sometimes that's why you need a conservative side to to balance this stupid shit. So I, a movie. A movie is speech, right? And sometimes the speech matters. It matters where it's coming from. So if it's coming from somebody that went through it and is and is pretty much just sharing almost like an autobiography of it, then then it has it has more merit than somebody else that didn't go through it. You know what I'm saying? I now I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ban it no matter who it came from, but I feel like it has more weight depending on who it's coming from. See, so what we happens here is you set for a precedence. So, well, did, did they violate like child indecency laws? You know, when they when they recorded any of this? See, uh, I don't know. I I, I haven't watched it. Um, I would probably go on like Common Sense Media or uh, Kids in Mind or or try to find some somebody that reviewed it that that can you know, kind of put in to words what each of the situations are. Um, Sadly, I don't think, other than nudity, I don't think you can, um, I, like, like you can't show, like, you can't show kids naked, but not right. in context, which is weird, but you can't all, but you could show kids fucking, but it's not like, like, as long as they're clothed, right? So, like, it's not like they're actually fucking. It, yeah. It's the, the act upon. And you could do this because it's drama. Now, regardless if it's if it's drama, you are having ten year olds or eleven year olds. Like, I mean, that is a thing you can do, where you could push the two kids together. Again, I, I don't I don't know what kind of light they're trying. You said it sounds like a comedy, or that they labeled it as a comedy. Well, it's a comedy and a social commentary. It yeah. is. 
It's, it is. It is. No, and they, they, there is a method. It depends on the music that they put on it. It depends on the angles. It depends on the lighting. It depends on a lot of things. Dude. Kids are I mean, doing it. They are clapping their asses. They are twerking. You know what I mean? Like, they're showing the act. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I mean, how far are we going to go with this? No, there's a line. There's a legal line that's red, and you don't cross it. Well, I mean, you. I mean, if a kid could just throw out their their vijay at the fucking screen because they're just humping the screen, I mean, that's a thing. And well, I, is that is that what's in the movie? Yeah. Like, I mean, like not naked, though. Yeah. But they're wearing the tight pants and shit, and they're doing that. And like, there's nothing in it for me. But I saw the video. Right, right, right. I was just like. How far can you go with this? And because it's art, like you can keep going further. Why? Well, I mean, so we ran into this thing the other day. These kids were joking around about, um, you know, killing themselves. They didn't do anything, right? It was kind of a joke. Uh, and their names were really obscene, dude. I mean, it was like super obscene, their, their screen names. And... I mean, I wonder if the parents really knew what their kids were doing on, on social media. If I were a parent and my 12-year-old had the screen name, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are you putting yourself out there like this? And sometimes, I mean, I, I, I hope the parents get shocked into checking their kids' stuff, Right. And so hopefully this, whatever it is, doesn't, because uh, you're right. I mean, it's, anytime you have kids doing provocative things, it, it, there's always a shitty audience for, for them. But, but my hope for this is that it's coming from a place of trying to shock parents into paying more attention to what their kids are doing online. But even if it was, even if it is, and like it was and it is, that's, I think that's the theory behind it. You still have the act that you're acting out, you know what I mean? Like as in, so you let the movie slide, right? And then we go further in. So say the kids are fucking, right? And you just shoot it a certain way. As long as you have a message from your point of view and you articulate it, you know, that makes it okay. However, you still have actual people that are children acting these things out. And now like, the thing that bothered me, right? Oh, I Okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read actors. Right. They're they're real. They're human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that age too. They are literally that age. So, that I read. I read that she explained it to the kids, and talked about her research. And I'm like, wait, the kids should not be making this decision. It should be the parent. Well, because the parent is supposed to, I guess. No better than the kids. Right, right, right. Yeah, but at the same time, woo, they could be selling their kids. That's what it felt like then. At that, uh, you let these. And if it's an indie movie, I mean, those kids are probably trying to make their break. You yeah. Know? They're trying to get their big break and, and they'll do whatever, right? Yeah. So, but they're, they're, they're real kids, though, and they're acting these things out. So, you say the next movie, Cuties 2 fuck jay you know or <laughs> you know yeah the, the 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 thing about the actors if they're if they're engaging with each other or doing things that they probably wouldn't otherwise do but i mean that's damn dude because what's the alternative okay then let's show real posts you so know? let's I, show the real things that the kids are doing online 
Oh, is I, that any better? I had a theory that what they should have done was and those kids are fucked up. If, I mean, if you, eleven, if you're thinking like that and you're doing all that shit, eleven, ten. Yeah, it's a mental health thing. There's there's something wrong, man, because you haven't been activated in that way. And I, I maybe there's an outlier, but most most kids like if lived an okay life without you know being they wouldn't, the, yeah. I got you. They're ill, Ill, nasty. You know, that's it's fucking nasty to them. You know, because they can't experience that and they can't understand. It's too mind warping, right? And their hormones aren't there yet. But um, right. I was thinking maybe they should should have took a seven approach, but this would be hard. You kind of gauge off the reactions of the actors after the fact or during the fact, but you're not watching the actual the violence. Because if you watch seven, there's never a violent moment. Yeah. But if you think back, like when you watch it, it's like, what the fuck? It's like the hardest shit ever. But really it isn't. There's really, they, they do it, they cut it in such a way where it's like the reactions coming from the actors. Right. And you're not actually seeing the moment. Now, I mean, that's murder. I don't know how you would do that with, uh, maybe you do with kids in the same way. Like say you're going to do kids fucking, you make the sound effects, right? Like, oh, you know, like that. But you don't show it. That's what I would say. Right. I mean, that'd be the best way because then you wouldn't have a situation where the actual kids are touching each other. There, there is a movie language, right? That if a certain type of music plays and you fade to black and they're, they're like, as, as you fade to black, they're getting closer together. You know, you know what's happening, right? You don't need to show it. <laughs> You're getting- I just watched, I just watched Wonder Woman. Uh, it's the scene after, well, spoiler alert. Oh, I know. I, I did that because I don't need to watch people fuck. Yeah. So the, they they did they did the same thing. They're in the town. They're in the room, and then you know, dude's about to leave, and then he turns around, and then you know they give each other the come hither look. They get together. They start kissing. Fade to black. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wake up the next morning. They both come out of the same room. Pretty safe to assume what happened, right? Yeah. Th- th- um, and I think that might even be more uh, more powerful, fading to black on kids because then you're like yeah. thinking, yeah, I don't want to think what yeah. they did, you know. But it, like in general, though, that that the act of not showing sometimes is a better move. And I think that if okay, so instead of showing the actual kids dancing, like who the fucking they are choreographing that shit. So they must have done this dance over and over and over, slapping their asses over because they couldn't have got it like that. It's fucking gross. Like I think about it, like there's a song, there's a rhythm beat to the song, and you see the kids fucking dancing. And they're like dead. They're dead eye. They're staring right at you. The dead eye, as they're doing it. And the, and the and the parents and the adults are watching it. Like this is this is normal, right? And I think it's kind of like um, a psych- adults, the adults in the scene or the adults in real life. I don't get it. it the adults are okay. It's a it's a concert. It's a concert. Oh, kids are on stage doing their dance, kind of like tiaras, babies tiara thing. And then you got the, you got the parents and the adults are sitting there in the stands. So it's a one whole, all one thing. And they, they, they're showing the parents are showing the thing. And it's not like they're not there. They're, they're watching this shit. So, and they're dead eyed. And, and then it really just bothered me by, by watching it. But I'm just saying like, as in, um, it, I think to achieve the same effect, if not more, it could have been a thing where and it would have been because it's comedy. It would have been funny if you would have shot, showed the, the parents' reaction. They're just kind of right. looking away, and like you're not seeing the kids. And then like maybe maybe have an extra scene of the the parents describing it, 
and like getting real fucked up with it, right? Because now it's the same thing, more fucked up, but you're not actually having actual people, children, acting these things out. So like one parent's like, I can't believe she took her pants off you know or some shit like that and that's the sound that gives you a visual imagery that you're like oh you know or some fainting or something yeah yeah yeah. but you didn't have to actually show it that's where i come from it's weird that liberals are fucking defending this and i i I get it and i don't and i think this is more nuanced and i see conservatives going after it because they're like oh shit no chicks i mean it's hard it's hard for me to you know give my full opinion on it without watching it i don't yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I don't feel like I need to. I feel like I could probably read, you know, descriptions. I'd rather it. read it than yeah. watching it on the Netflix, yeah. let's just say. And even then. But uh, you know, you get what I'm saying, though. I mean, like, like you let this fucking movie pass. This this is a sign that it could get worse. I mean, because the next motherfucker can just do his book work and really, like, present a case where this is good. You'll never know, dude. Something might come out where these kids felt that they were pressured into it. There might be lawsuits coming down later. Oh, most. Uh, you look at U.S. gymnastics. You know, it took years for all that shit to come out. When it finally did, fuck, that shit blew up. Yeah, I see that. Well, I mean, but, they're just dancing sexy, but they're gonna—they they can come back ten years and be like, were they pressured into doing it though? They had to, right? I mean, like even if they don't like, they, you can ask them right now. They're probably saying no. Yeah, you're right. Parents. You're right. But like we all probably got to wait till they turn 18 and then they're going to come back and they're going to say they fucking told us to do this shit yeah. or they were going to cut us. And they said that you never make it in Hollywood. Exactly. I mean, because it's fuck they're indie fucking actors and shit. They think there's is their they're fucking kids, you know, so that so I saw that and I was just like, shit, man. it's kind of a weird thing that the liberals would defend this. But yeah, I, I wouldn't blindly defend it. And again, it's speech. And so long as they didn't violate any, you know, child decency laws then it, I mean, it's okay. And remember, I put the if there, I'm qualifying it. Do I feel like watching it? No, I kind of already know, you know, what our kids are getting into. Now here, um, um, are there parents that probably should watch it? Yeah, there, there are probably parents that should watch it. Is there a potential for abuse? Yeah, of course there is. You know, there, there's a potential for abuse there. So check this out. I'm going to show you. So Rotten Tomatoes, being as liberal as it is, gave it. Oh, I got an audience score of 3%. Yeah, weird, right? So, so Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not going to say that they're liberal, but they're pretty liberal. But for some reason, the audience score was outraged by this. Now, here's, here's something else. Watch this. I'll show you something. Wait, the woke. <laughs> All right, no, wait. Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle comes out with this shit. Rotten Tomatoes is like fucking bullshit, yo. And then the audience wow. that has more people reviewing it gives it 99. Now look, like look at these. Thousand people said it was 3%. You got it. So they rated it pretty low. 40, 000, you know what I mean? Like you got like a liberal site of Rotten Tomatoes and it seems like the- That's pretty lopsided. Yeah. The reviewers for some reason of Rotten, because you know how Rotten Tomatoes work is- the there's the the reviewer reviewers and then you got the audience people that's us now decency laws are kind of driven by societal norms right yeah that three percent if it is any indication you know most of the people that watched it 97 percent apparently didn't approve of what they were seeing or didn't approve of the message or the quality or something so this needs to be looked at you know 
did they push too far to you know should we should we back off of this are the actors safe are they able to make their own decisions for themselves it's weird right are the parents looking out for their best interests as well um you know is the message worth pushing these boundaries so you, or is there a better way to say it than like audience score of fucking three percent all these people are like, Ugh. but the fucking Rotten Tomatoes reviewers are like, yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. And then like you watch the, and then I showed you the Dave Chappelle thing. They're like, oh, this is garp. And you and I have seen the Dave Chappelle one. We've seen well, it. Yeah. But you see the audience score is like, what the fuck? hundred percent. But the Rotten Tomato people are like, yeah, yeah, it's piece of shit. So here you got two movies, right? Here's your contrast. You got two movies, right? And the audience is overwhelmingly like, Cuties is nasty. And then, or wrong, obviously. And then the reviewers are like, yeah. But then here of Dave Chappelle, this is empirical evidence that we both have seen this fucking movie or show, I mean, and we're like, this is the best ever. The audience agrees with us. 40,000 people are like, yes. And then you got reviewers are like, no, he's not good. Reviewers, uh, it seems like they tend to be the kind that feel smarter for seeing something that might not be there. So, you know, and so they might be rating it high to try and point out whatever nuances there. No, because they, okay, then what? What about Dave Chappelle then? The, why would you rate it low? That's true. Well, because Dave Chappelle is kind of easy, right? He said some pretty some pretty offensive things but if you look at the context and you look at the point he was trying to make it's pretty nuanced it's not really offensive yeah it, it's it's, you're, it's full of nuance you are taking a nuance but I, but i think they were taking the safer route so that that's safe fucking child pedophilia is safe race is something that's like right now right yeah um Dude, if you fucking again, not not having watched the movie, I can't say if it's on the level of like pedophilia, or or I mean, I don't know. it is. It's but but that three percent kind of shows that most of the people didn't approve of what was in there. I and know. So maybe maybe the you know maybe the rules uh, they need to get changed because they were written for a time where maybe people didn't think about shooting kids like this in this form, and uh, maybe we need to tighten it up. Fucking hope. I, I fucking hope because, like, me personally, and I'm not conservative per se, but I wouldn't want this to be more of a thing. I would want right. to lock this shit down. But I get what you're saying that, you know, you shouldn't censorship, but I mean, we should have had laws in place for this because you have actual human beings doing these well, things. Well, see, something like this probably should have not been on something like Netflix, which is super accessible. To, to to a younger audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, where, where there's will, there's way. I think well, that, that, that's that's one of the issues that I'm taking with it because they don't always get, like, what I got from Scarface. You know, they might see that and think, hey, that's a way to get into Hollywood. That's a way to get likes. That's a way to get this or that. Yeah, once again, it sounds kind of, like, abusive, right? Yeah. This is, You're abusive, abusing kids. And I... I, I no, well, kids are exposing themselves to abuse. So it wouldn't be that the movie, the, the, the movie and the actors, there's a potential for abuse, right? The students as, as viewers, if 
if they're not watching it with an adult, a trusted adult that's kind of guiding them through the message, I hear you. there is the potential for them to become victims of abuse. You know, there is a thing called escalation. And this is why yeah. it's a fucking conversation. Because, I mean, the law isn't out there and it's not written. You, you could do pretty much anything. If it's like a baby that's simulated, you could do whatever you want. And I'm not trying to get dark with it, but I'm just saying like, there are levels to this game. And if you don't put locks, like if you don't right. shit down, it's just going to keep going. Right? I mean, there's a reason why you, you can only fuck when you're 18 in most states. I mean... No, you can have sex underneath 18, but there's like a you can't cross that line or you have to have dated before. In most states, you can't fuck a 14-year-old. Let's just, can we say that? Can we agree? No, but if you're 14, you can. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's, it's a, if you're under 18, you can have sex with people under the age of 18. If you're over 18, you can have sex with people over the age of 18. I argue this. If you're over the age of 18, I think there's like a... There's like a three-year thing, and then there's uh, like Romeo and Juliet laws where like if you knew each other before you were 18, You're and one of you turned 18 and whatever. That's my point. As a 25-year-old, you cannot fuck a 14-year-old. Uh, can we agree? Right. Yeah. 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 That is what I'm getting. But that wasn't a thing. There was laws that were put in place for that because people used to bang younger kids, and it's a man thing. It's not like, like twelve year olds are like, man, I want to really fuck. You know, that's yeah. not that's not a th yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's laws. We we took a look at laws and said, hey, look, this is getting out of control. You know, these these fifty year olds and fucking these like twelve year olds. This is not cool. We gotta get something of a of of a thing, right? So we created laws. All right, that's right. they're fairly new in the whole era of time. So, like I said, like you don't want to create. You don't want to have escalation of this kind of bullshit on TV. Like, no one, nobody knew that TV would be this, right? And so, we do need some kind of form of censorship because this is not good for people. I don't. Well, I mean, the, the movie had to have been vetted, right? One by Netflix, two by Motion Picture Association. Oh, um, Sundance film. It won in 2016. Then Europeans really fucking love that movie. Okay. I mean, Again, had it been vetted to be released here in the U.S. Does it? Uh, what do you mean vetted? Would it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be vetted. Because as long as they're not actually penetrating each other, you can do whatever the fuck. Well, what I'm saying is somebody had to watch it to decide whether or not it was okay to be released. Yeah, I mean. Now, I, now, again, going back to social norms, right? What society feels is decent and indecent then we probably got to review some of those, right? Like, like you were saying, we got to create laws, you know, stricter laws, the type of content, the type of actions. The agree, agree. But I would argue that Netflix didn't watch this fucking movie. They no, said, they watched it. They just... Nah, man. They, oh, come on, dude. Nobody does that. Nobody just throws it out there. Um, Have you seen... I'm sure, I'm sure they watched it, but the thing oh, is... Same thing. <laughs> I'm sure they looked at their bottom line and said, this is going to spark controversy. No, they saw a Sundance movie win a fucking award and they fucking took it. They just said, let's take it. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't. They just put these movies on. Like, like at one time I would have agreed with you, but then you saw, what is it? Um, 
fuck was it? Uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, yeah. They just took a movie and then turned it into Cloverfield and put it on Netflix, and no one watched it in the sense that no one in Netflix watched it. That's not quality. You and I could both agree that movie wasn't of quality. It shouldn't have been. No, they, they did watch it. That's why they shoehorned the Cloverfield thing onto it. No, I think they just said, I want a Cloverfield fucking thing. So they no, took- no. The, the production was all, it was a totally separate movie. They, they, they reviewed it. They had their test audiences. And then they said, this fucking movie sucks. And they were like, nobody's going to watch this shit. Let's tie it in the Cloverfield. And that's why I think it's only like the first two or three minutes where it ties in the Cloverfield. And then it's take out, take out Cloverfield. It's still a bad movie. Yeah. The but it got made. They got to show it. I mean, they got, they got to do something. I mean, you can't just stick it in a box. No, no, no. But Netflix. Does it cost them anything to release it? Because it's already made. Netflix bought it. They didn't make it. They bought it. There's a difference. This isn't like a Netflix original in the way you think it is. They bought this. You have to look at that. I I don't have to look at it. I already know. I looked it up when I fucking saw the movie. I was like, what the fuck is this? This seems like it just went under the radar. Because up to that point, I was like, man, these movies are great. Or these shows are great. Like, they were Netflix originals. This did not come from. So Netflix had their own wing that make movies and content. But then they had this other wing that just bought shit up. And then fucking showed it. And then you could tell. You can tell the difference between quality and quantity. And this is one of them quantity type movies. They were yeah. just buying up shit and sticking their name on there. And it's, it's funny you should say this too. You can tell. Sometimes you can tell what shit they make just by, just by watching. Not by watching it. But like you can just see there's so many little things that are in there that don't make sense. And it seems like something like an algorithm. And they have they have an algorithm of movies, like as in like, you know, well, this one's gritty, this one's this, and this one's that. So they have actual metric data of what people like. And sometimes they'll make a show or a movie that's just, you know, yeah. it's cobbled. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I'll tell you another Netflix original. It was this one movie called uh, Life or something Life. I forgot what it was, but it was like, dude, it, it had – all the fucking things that didn't make sense. There was so much things in it. So they had AI who didn't know he was an AI and then uh, he has a baby, but that's not even the main story. There's a transgender person. There's a fucking relationship between this lady and the AI who is in love with her husband. I mean, there was all this random shit that was in there. And it was like, it just seemed like, like they looked at the algorithm and they took the top five fucking things in, in a science fiction thing and they fucking put it in there. They shoehorned it. And they, I'm just saying, Netflix doesn't. It, there's not some grandiose system here. I, I'm pretty sure an exec was like, "Oh yeah, Sundance," whoop, and then put it on there. And then, that's what they did. And they're fucking eating. They're eating crow right now for it. Right now they're getting dragged to it. People want to cancel Netflix. In fact, that's one of the number one trending things on Netflix. When did this thing? When did this thing premiere on Netflix? Fuck, I thought last week. I think four days ago, actually. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, well, today's Monday, right? So yeah. Friday, probably Friday. Uh, yeah, I've been doing shit. I've been watching TV. Just well, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I know. But uh, what's with Tom Brady being on Buccaneers? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, that's crazy. They lost. Well, yeah, but why? Is he? Is he like? I'm going to turn this, this, this frown upside down or something, or they, what are you talking about? Like, why did he leave New England? Yeah. Why, why is he there? I don't think they were able to make a deal. Oh, so he just went to the Buccaneers. 
They gave him the money that he wanted. But, but what the fuck? He doesn't need money. He's rich. He's Tom fucking Brady. Well, but you know what? Because Tom had been making a lot of sacrifices in, in New England, and uh, which is why they were able to stay so competitive, was because he was kind of taking less upfront money and putting it off so that they could invest more, you know, in those current seasons where they were winning Super Bowls. And now he was like, okay, I, you know, I, I've, I've given up for you. Time for you to guys to, to give up some for me. And they didn't want a deal. And there was shit with Bill Belichick apparently too. I would have just retired. Uh, I mean, like he, he's got six, uh, six rings, right? I think he has six rings. I mean, like no, no human has ever done that. You know, I mean, he beat the record like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, but I'm wondering if part of it too is like the the yeah. argument between Belichick being the brains behind the operation or Brady being the skill behind the operation. You know, which one was a bigger factor? Would they have won with any coach or would they have won with any quarterback? Because every time Tom Brady got hurt or was out, the, the Patriots kept winning. So, yeah. Well, actually, oh, that must have been a different team. I'm, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, that was um, Brett Favre, right? When he left, uh, was it Brett Favre? Yeah, he went to the Jets, and then he went to the Vikings. Yeah. That was a big deal when it happened. I think it. You know, I think of. Um, I think of uh, Tom Brady as Queen. As a what? As Queen, you know, like so. Queen, the uh, Freddie Mercury, he leaves. Yeah. Queen, they don't work. He doesn't work. Like, like as in, it doesn't work when they're separated. But when they're together, it works. I don't know, man. They won. Uh, New, New England won yesterday. Yeah, they won that game. But we're talking about Super Bowl. We'll see, dude. I mean, they, they, New England, they're always good whether they have Brady or not. Uh, ever since Belichick came in. I don't when know. Belichick came well, in. That's they, when, wasn't Belichick there? <sighs> He's been there forever, isn't he? Nope. How long has he been there? Because, like, I mean, Tom Brady's been winning Super Bowls. I want to say that was, like, his second year with the Patriots when uh, they won their what? Drew Bledsoe, when Drew Bledsoe got hurt late in the season, the 2001 season, and then uh, Brady came in. Yeah. And ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. That's, that's rough because, like, that's a long time. Of but big think about it. I mean, you won a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback who had almost, you know, no experience at the pro position. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, it, it, and they were winning anyways. They were already in a position to get into the playoffs when Drew Bledsoe went down. So it's not like it's not like they were hurting for for Brady, but it seemed like Brady was much better than Drew Bledsoe. But how far would they have gone with just Belichick? So who knows? I mean, football cast. In case anyone wanted to know, football. They, Rivers Rivers is in Indianapolis now. Oh yes. Good yeah. for him. good, good for him. I don't fucking care. Chargers they lost. He threw like two picks yesterday. Ah, it's funny. It's like it's weird because the Chargers won. So it's like it's like what? Have you watched the uh, Hard Knocks, Los Angeles? No, have you? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Hmm. Um, they're dealing with you know how are they doing training camp under the COVID protocols, all the things that they got to be doing there, all the logistics they have to change, um, and then they're in training camp. Right after George Floyd, they're there um, during uh, um, Jacob. Shit. I forgot his name too. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Chicago. Fuck, man. I, yeah. No. No, don't no. do not do, 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 do that. Uh, Jacob uh, Blake. Yeah. I think said Floyd. You said Floyd. Stupid. No, I said Blake. Then no. you're going to be able to replay it later. But yeah. Mark the time. Mark the time. That's why I said. That's why I said. You, you, no. Like, yeah, you have to you, mark the time and check that shit. I said it right. You did not, motherfucker. I heard you. And I was like, that's why I said, don't say that because you said Floyd. And I was like, no, I said Blake. <laughs> And then you said, yeah, I said Blake. I said Blake. Shit, Billy. Um, so, yeah, so all the players are, are dealing with that, and they're like, you know, okay, do we cancel practice? But then they're at the same time, they're like, well, what does cancel practice do? You just go home, right? So we have to do something with that time and be productive, not just cancel practice to cancel practice, actually do something. Okay. And so uh, they have roundtables. They decided which organizations that they were going to work with um, after that. And, uh, you know, it being in L.A., you mind if I share a little bit about my L.A. adventure this weekend? Okay, do it. <laughs> so, uh, went out to Malibu, had a great time up there. Uh, went to this beautiful place called the Malibu Cafe, expensive as fuck, bougie as fuck. People were there um, kind of dickish, you know, a couple people that we ran into, kind of dickish. But uh, Explain okay. dickish. driving through... Driving through the Malibu Mountains, you know, hauling butt. I got to drive past Neptune Cafe, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to drive down Rodeo Drive, right? Um, going down Santa Monica. Going to hang a right onto Rodeo. And traffic stops. And it stopped for a long time. And they got these barricades in the park across the way there. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? And then we start seeing flags in front of our cars. And then some of the cars in the row next in the in the lane next to me they turn around and, and take off and i'm like i want to see this so i move my car over so that i can look directly across the street and it's a big old uh uh trump march pro trump march um let me share my screen here mm. how do i share my screen you hit share screen it's right here on the on the it's a green button i'm wondering if my screen's too if my i made my screen too small okay here we go Host has disabled participant screen go, sharing. Go, go, go. Go. A... go, go, go. I did it. Is that a thing? Did I do it? Yeah. Okay. So, you see what I'm seeing? Yeah. Okay. If I zoom in, do you see that? Do you see me zooming in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, this... Uh, they, were, they, were, they took over this park right here. They blocked traffic. We were stuck there for like 10 minutes. This is Biden. So I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if maybe he snuck a Biden flag in there because you can't see. They're all horizontal to him. They can't see that it says Biden, you know. Um, but everybody else is pro-Trump. And uh, it was okay. This guy had this I, little thing that here. A lot of, isn't the blue Biden? Uh, red, white, and blue is both. No, 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 no. Oh, there's Trump. I see him. Yeah, yeah no, this was a Trump thing, dude. Don't get, it, don't get it wrong. Don't let that one Biden flag fool you. Yeah, they're wearing the red hat. They're wearing the red hat. There's a QAnon flag back here. <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, I didn't like that he was yelling and screaming, but oh, he wasn't. On the TV. I, I saw him on Facebook. Did you? Yeah, Eagle knocked my hat down, motherfucker. He had his manga hat on. Oh, maybe he did yell at those guys then. 
Look how big he is. Yeah, that's a yeah. guy you mean. Wait. I like the shirt. What? Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, he went right onto his bicep. It, it's cute. It's cute that they think Donald Trump looks like that. But oh yeah, he's fat. But dude, yeah, no, he was screaming at this guy in this other car, telling him to come and tell it to his face, you know, and this and that, blah blah blah, trying to call people out. Uh, there's some dude over here who's brave enough to flip everybody off from the safety of the barrier and stuff. I don't know, man. Um, I I mean, I was disappointed in how yelly this middle group was. Um, they don't need to be like that. You know what I'm saying? The fuck out of here. Anybody who goes to a rally is acting like that. What, is he crying? No, he's like, whatever. He's talking shit too. I couldn't really hear him. Um, oh, yeah, no, look. He's doing a little crying face thing. What's that? Oh, what? I don't. He's doing like the like the crybaby face. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Everybody fucking gets shitty at these fucking rallies when they're fucking in traffic. That's the norm. Fucking, they're all like that. But but my my thing is is like they're indoctrinating this kid instead of letting him make his mind up later on. That fucking shit with Biden and them. You'll see little kids out there. Shit. Yeah, but but here they're yelling hateful shit at everybody. You, know you don't. Saying? Kids in the fucking riots aren't doing hateful shit. I mean, they're fucking kids, and their parents are letting them do it. I mean, like, don't fucking. Well, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen any videos of any kids being there late at night. Um, obviously, there's kids at rallies, you know, and on they... either side. But I would think that when it gets rowdy like this, the parent would be like, you know what, I'm taking you somewhere else because this is not how we have a discussion. Bro, it yeah. could say pineapples on those goddamn flags. And they would be doing the same fucking thing. That's fine, Kev. But would you stay there with your kid when, when it starts getting rowdy and they start like screaming at each other? Be there to be with, though. That's the thing. You and me are not of those people. But if you and I that's are... What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm just come to, that's just my critique one as a teacher, you know, because this kid is basically learning. No, if, was, if, if I'm right and you're wrong, I get to scream at you about it. No, I agree. But if it was Biden, it'd be the same thing. There's kids screaming, Trump's a fucking piece of shit. You know, there's well, kids. Then those parents are wrong for letting those kids say that. I concur. Nope. I'm just saying, don't don't paint this to be, this is Trump. You know, this is, this is his cr- crew. Well, okay, hang on. On either side, I wouldn't blame it on Trump. Exactly. Okay. Because he's, he's kind of normalized this kind of, I'm not, there's always been anger in politics, right? Yeah. But, but he's kind of modeled it for everybody to show that it's okay, you know? And so on either side, both sides feel like they need to elevate their rhetoric to meet the other one head on. You don't have to. I agree. Um, I agree. He did create a climate for this, for this bullshit because Obama would have discon, uh, not condone this bullshit. But then again, he never made an outcry when people got shitty for the other side. You know what I mean? Like, like people are going to get shitty. And- well, I, I would condone it. With that, that's you though question the narrative like she fucking knows what a narrative is <laughs> you know what i mean like just thought that'd be funny you know there is a point to that but i mean i don't even think she's a good representation if this guy like caught me taking a picture of was like no look at the alex jones <laughs> that's funny where the, the guy the guy with the shirt it says alex jones oh yeah the, the no guy Big. Well, I guess 10% of them were wearing, were wearing masks, so that's okay. I know, right? Of course. And then they became a, a – a, you know what, though? I've seen a lot of riots and protesters not wearing masks either, so 
I don't know. I just okay, think- Kevin, 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 don't fall into that. What about ism, dude? You can call shit on them too, but let you know, stay on point. Don't don't do what the talking heads do when they want to like get away from a point. I'm I'm looking at this. If we're looking at a picture of protesters, then we'll call shit on them too. No, but okay, you're but don't start falling into the what aboutism because that's that's the problem with 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 the narrative right now. If somebody doesn't like what it is, they start changing it. No, now, I know I know you're 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 shooting both sides, but just by doing that, you're giving credibility to that tactic. No, wait. Let's end the end, end the sharing. We don't need to see the picture anymore. No, um, give me something. Let me change this back. Okay, talking heads. No, no, no. You brought up a picture and then said your spiel. I am not going to bring up a picture and say a spiel. Why do I need to do this? Because what I'm explaining is, you're you're explaining this is a fire, and I'm like, okay, but see, the fire is because of this guy, and I'm like, hmm. You to get a group of people, they're going to do that. Now, I do agree with you on the point that uh, he created a situation like that. However, the counterpoint to that is this does happen with both sides. And yeah, it's happened before Trump and happened after Trump. What it is is you bringing up a picture of this this particular group. I'm not going to bring up a picture. I don't need to. I don't. The reason why I don't need to is because I don't need to explain to you that this is this is always going to happen. I do think it's funny that this group of people not wearing masks, but then again, I do remember other protests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other groups. There's other blah, 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 blah. But the, the, it's a non-point if both sides are doing it because we're just what? We're, what are we illustrating? That they both do it? If, if you're just creating a narrative just for that group, then, then it's an op because we're not talking about the other side. It's obviously it's this, but it isn't. They're both doing it. And the only reason I bring it up is because – I'm not going to take pictures or Google other. I don't need to because I already know because I read the news too. I, I'm looking at YouTube. I'm seeing things. It, it's all the same. It's all the same to me. It's all what I think you got caught up in is the trap of there's a right and left. There isn't. They're all the same. You fucks are all the same. Right, left. The, the extremist ones. Yeah. Agree. You're, people towards you and me towards the center we're working to a common goal, but there is a, there's a fucking burning desire to go towards your team. It just is. And you got to fight that. You can't say things like, look at these fucks, you know? Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can say that. They're part of the problem. This group right here is part of the problem. Show me a picture of, of you know, the left doing the exact same thing. I'll say that's part of the problem too. I agree. But when we're we've had talks, we've had talks, and I, and early, early on, I even said, you know, the riots does not help, doesn't help the message, like uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't move anything forward. You know, I get that it's it's a manifestation of anger, but when I, you, but, but but I I was calling it that back then too. But when you're doing a show and you're only illustrating one point without a counter, my counter would be then to do this, to go online. Google a picture just to show when I could just simply say this shit's happening everywhere. This Wait a minute. I never said Trump people are all bad because of this one picture. This group of I people. I said, look at these guys right here. I agree. And I agree. That's all I said. I just was like, look at this group right here. But in, the, in a show, when you have the context of look at this group of people right here, there is a counter. And if the counter isn't presented, then it's a one-sided argument. 
Now you're right. All it's what you were saying. What, you are good. You are actually pretty good at what you were doing. But if there's no counter to it, then it is the thing. It is the subject matter. It becomes the thing. You know what I mean? Because if I'm not saying anything, then it is a thing. There is no equality if you right. But I'm not going to. That's the thing. So I'm just quickly saying yes. That exists as well as others. This isn't a right or left thing. This is just a group of fucking people who are idiots. That's there you go. It doesn't matter. They could, it could have said pineapples, like I said earlier. Pineapples. It doesn't fucking matter if it was Trump or not. These people have always existed and always will. That's the way it is. The only reason why I had to say something is because it's a show. And if I don't say anything, and then it's... You put your rubber stamp. And although, yes, you were saying just these people, and I agree with you, because it's not said, the context will then be. It, it's true. Okay. It's no, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like you watch a Republican show, you watch Fox News, they're only showing their points. They are right, but they are also wrong because there is a counter to what they're saying. They're and, starting to counter more lately. Um, I was watching some this morning. Uh, this the this reporter on Fox um, was pushing really hard on uh, Huckabee Sanders. Okay, and uh, you know, kind of pointing out that Trump was saying one thing privately, or at least he thought it was private. He was actually on the record, and then saying something else publicly. Um. Oh, playing down the um, the, the down playing the the virus. Yeah, that's big. That's a big thing in the news. Yeah, Which I, funny, I thought we talked about this. No, I I thought in the beginning when we were talking that they were downplaying this. When 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 did we talk about that? Fuck, in the beginning, I thought. I thought we did when we were first talking. In the beginning of this podcast or the beginning of this whole fucking thing. Hmm, I don't know. I remember having this conversation where I, I bet it's worse than what they're saying. That's what, and I think, I don't know if I did on this show, but I thought I did when I was explaining, we can't go to war with China, period. So if it came out of Wuhan from a fucking lab and people wanted, you know, justice, they wouldn't be able to get it. So therefore they can't talk about it. And there's levels to this game. So what do we do? We can't blame China. We can't, we have to downplay it because a lot of people will die. I mean, what do you do? You have, that's a leader choice. Do you choose to panic the people? That's that's one way to go about it. Or do you tell them kind of the truth? Like Fox. And, and you know what? And 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 I, at first I was thinking that same way too. You know, when 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 I heard the tapes, I was like, <clears throat> my first my first reaction was this is not good because he pretty much knew, right? But when they juxtapose what he knew against what he was telling people. And the decisions that he was making in terms of public health, um, continuing to hold rallies, you know, not promoting masks, um, it 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 made it feel like more like he didn't want people to panic as a political decision and not as a public health decision. I disagree. I disagree because there was no presence for this. I mean, like you had bird flu and things like that, but we never locked down. Like the. the the, the presumption that he should have known that lockdowns on the table. That's fucking crazy. It really is. No, but he was, he was downplaying the deadliness of it. I agree. And he, he says 5% in the tapes. 
And it turns out that the number's pretty close to that. And and it's like so he he had intel. Somebody he had been briefed. Of course, he knows more than that. He knows he knew more about this subject matter than anyone. But then, how do we explain? Okay, so he didn't want to throw anybody into a panic. Yet, when there's other things going on, he's quick to turn up the heat. Yeah, I hear you. It's It's not in his. It's not in his DNA to think about things that way i believe him that he didn't want to panic people but i think it was more of a political decision not a public health i don't even think that i think that he he knew the shit but this has never happened before in that well in in the sense of the last like 10 20 years we've never had something like where yeah a lot of people are gonna die we should lock down and like lock down we never do that with bird flu because there's there's other diseases that were out there that we didn't lock down for so he you would you would hear the info, yeah, 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 a lot of people die, but that happens all the time. You know what I mean? Like somebody m- must have been talking in his ear. Like there had not been up to this. This is fu- it's sad. It's fucking sad because like I'm pretty sure if this was like bird flu, he would have done the same exact thing. And it would have been bad. It's that this time, fuck. It was something worse. It was something. Well, but here's the thing, Kevin. There's there's been times where. We were saved from a catastrophe, and we didn't know all the details. We didn't know all of the things that went on in the background uh, to yes. prevent it. We kept, we got up that morning, we did our regular shit, yes. you know, and then we went to sleep, and we didn't realize that this whole machine was at work to protect us. I agree. I agree. Here, it, it feels like the machinery was there, but the guy in charge decided mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to pilot it because he 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 always talks like a civilian, like a civilian would talk. This is eventually just going to go away. And that's true, but only because we've entrusted people with, with the machinery that can make sure that it doesn't affect us the way that this shit has affected us. And it, you know what, though? Like, think of all the catastrophes that have been avoided under his reign. We will never hear about, by the way. This is the right. way it's, so it just so happens that this one fucking thing really, <laughs> it's like, ouch. There's probably, like, the 9-11, when those, when those towers fell, ouch. I mean, goddamn, you knew. They, I mean, all, all this shit came out. But there was all these other little fucking things that were happening that were being squashed left and right. Then this, this whole 9-11 happens, and then boom, fuck, it was on your watch, bro. Same thing with Trump. Fuck, he probably knocking shit out left and right, and then boom, this shit happens. Bro, sorry. Them's the ropes. He was mostly, at the time, he was mostly trying to play down the whole impeachment thing. Um, he was just coming off of that. As it, he, I don't know if you remember, that was, we're in the middle of impeachment. Yeah, no, no. It, he, he didn't get, he wasn't going to get impeached. Never. Yeah, no, 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 I know. But he was like, kind of like doing his victory lap. As he and, should, as he should. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't going to go anywhere, anyways, right? Yeah, it wasn't. It but, wasn't going anywhere because they yeah, no, it never. We didn't have the votes in the Senate. It was useless. But at least we got everybody on the record because the thing is now they backed the liar. Now yeah. they, that's not okay in that respect. I don't. I mean, really, uh, I don't think he's a liar in this respect. What are we talking about? Are we talking about impeachment? Or are we talking about like uh like the flu? Well, impeachment is going to come back to bite him in the ass. Uh, because all of that evidence is still there. It's no. going to be a different case. I can bet you a million dollars nothing's going to happen. The world's going to fucking end before that happens. I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens when the administration changes to see That's if the thing. Justice Department will probably look into not a fuck. finance shit. Not a fuck. I'd rather, I, personally, I'd rather it didn't 
because it'd be shameful to see a president in jail. It'd be great. I, I'm all for it. If yeah, it, it'd be shameful. I don't care. Um, no, Nixon did us a favor by fucking resigning. Because, yeah, no. I wonder what would happen if Nixon was now. And he did that shit. When you get away? What? If Nixon was now, like if that happened now, would would he have gotten dusted? You know, would he would been going to jail? Pete? No. Look, compared to all this other shit. Well, what Nixon did was blatant, and what what Trump did was stupid. <laughs> there's a there's a different. Nixon was intelligent in the way he did things. He here's was, here's here's my problem with what Trump did. Okay. 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 What okay. Hey, what are we talking about? So, so he knew. Okay. He knew what the mortality rate was. Okay. No, he didn't. It came out of his own mouth. No, 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 no. There's a lot of numbers that came out of his mouth. And if you clip out other things, you can get the fucking number that came out of it. Because nobody fucking knew. That's the thing. There was numbers that went up. There was numbers he was that was saying that it was air- he's saying it's airborne, it's deadlier than the flu. Fucking clip saying- of that. You have no, he said over and over again. But there's other clips of him saying other numbers too. Shit. Yes, when he when he was out in the news, when he was talking to people. At one time, he said Hillary Clinton started ISIS. So if you clip that, wow, what a piece of shit, right? But then he also said other shit too. What I'm saying is you get a guy saying numbers left and right. And it okay, so we get to this number. And oh, he knew. He didn't know. You know why he didn't know? No one knew. Nobody fucking knew. Uh, he was briefed, man, because uh, everything that he talked about in those tapes from January, February, he was briefed coming out to be that. So you're saying that when he is briefed, magically, that is then a truthful thing. When he is briefed, he is briefed. No, 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 no. There's obvious. There's projections. There's estimates. There's all that shit too, right? Exactly. But the thing is, but. You're not, you're not supposed to be reactive to the point of, you know what, I'm getting all, the, all this information that it's this deadly, that it's airborne. I'm going to keep having rallies. I'm going to keep promoting or, or, and, uh, that we do everything the exact same way and totally downplay this thing and waste a month. You're, what, you're, you're once again, you're looking at the lens of he knows the future. He doesn't. No, no, no. I'm, it's not about whether or not he knew the future. It's what he knew when he knew it. No, 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 no. Never at a time has anyone ever done this. We have never locked down a world. Okay, you're talking about something that we had to do in response. No, no. We never had to do that. So from a perspective of a guy who's getting info on the reg, he doesn't know, hey, look, this is what we have to do. He's just doing things. And then fucking boom, it gets to a point where he's like, fuck, I better close the fucking shit down. And like, that's a weird decision to make because in one instance, 50% of the country's like, let's do this, which makes sense. Then the other 50% arguing that this is not a thing. We should have freedom, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, fuck, okay, leave it to the governors. That's the only thing you and I agree is he should never have done that. He should have backed the governors and said, we should close it rather than just letting them do it but tell from him having fucking rally you got to imagine a person who's never had to do any of this shit before and that, yeah i know bella i'm right <laughs> he's never had you know, 
He's never had to do any of this before. He's, he's a new president, new to politics, getting information. And there's people telling him, yeah, this is fucking the flu. No, this is not the flu. This is that He is having people talk to him constantly. So he is supposed to take in the info and just be like, oh, yeah. And then when he's talking to the people, the media, he is not the intelligent man that, you know, the Republicans want to make him out to be. He's just a guy who hears shit and just says shit. Now, that's not a knock on him. That's the president we fucking earned. You know what I mean? Like by voting. We earned this fucking guy. We are him. Now, the fucking us arguing like, oh, yeah, this is bullshit. We're fucked. Then he shouldn't have been present from the beginning because we shouldn't have voted him in. Because that is if you wanted to, if you wanted to know that this is what he would, this is what he would do. That's have done the same exact fucking thing, but it, it, put it back to governors. It's the exact same things that he did when he was in business. I agree. Um, okay. Maybe uh, it sounds like you're not comfortable with the word lie. Uh, embellished, uh, lensed, you know, I don't know. When, when he's trying to sell a building or he's trying to sell a casino idea. I agree. He tries to sell it in a way to make it tasty. And he tried to do that at the beginning of this too. Yeah, that is what a president does. And what, I, what I'm saying is he may be getting info. Uh, but he is not the, he is not the fucking tribune, living tribunal. He doesn't know. You're right. You're right. But the thing is, if he doesn't know, he should say he doesn't know. And my, my, my problem is he was. He shouldn't in, ever. No, no, no. My problem is he was, he knew and had this intel. Wow. Um, he, he has the intel. Yes. I go with that. Kevin, this is going to taste like shit. Are you going to trust me on that or no? But that's not me. It's in- like shit. Okay, it tastes like shit. I fucking no. told you. No. So if this if this thing it's if this thing that he knew and he's recorded having said it and knowing it, my problem is he demonized the Democrats for saying the same shit. Him demonizing the Democrats, so be it. So Republicans do it too. I'm so what I'm saying. Or you can demonize each other, but the thing is, he said that this was a hoax. Okay, that they're just trying to scare people. It turns I, out that they were right. I agree. I agree. I agree. However. He's getting information on all ends, right? To say that he knows is wrong. That's like if I told you, hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, knows and not knows. But did he, was he honest about the intel he was getting? No. Now, that's a leader choice. And sometimes you have to lie. (laughs) If you want to go that direction. Because, okay, so. But But not if the lie directly puts people at risk, though, you know? If you know, if you know how dangerous this is and you still decide to have to do the thing that could put people in danger, then that's a problem. If he'd, if he'd have said, you know what, we got it, we're handling it, it's not as deadly or whatever, but so that I could focus on this, I'm going to stop having rallies. No, he decided to keep doing it. Now, you know? <clears throat> you're, once again, this is something that's never happened. He's saying you're shit. Right. You're and right, you're right. Stopping rallies is, is as if he knew the future. Locking down, come on, come on, guy. It, there's no way he would have known that that's a real thing. It would have blown over. That's what he's thinking. So he's trying, he's trying to say it as such. They're telling him, yeah, all these people are going to die. He's like, okay, but we're still not going to lock down. Red lights, red. You know what? There might be a car. There might not be a car. I'm just going to run it. I don't know if there's going to be a car there, right? The yeah. light's red. It's You're a sign. There might be a car coming. But I'm just going to fucking run it. You're talking about immediate shit. 
You're, it's like if I went back in time and told all those presidents down. Man. Hey, time is relative, dude. Time is fucking relative. Okay, that that time that for me going here to there, that's a quarter of some bug's lifespan somewhere. Hey, time point. is relative, but you're being subjective on this because if I were to go back fifty years and tell presidents, hey, look, cigarettes are bad, they'd be like, Mm-mm. no, they're not. They had the evidence that cigarettes were bad for fucking ever. And then it, it's only until maybe the 80s when that shit started hitting a fever pitch. You had commercials on TV of doctors smoking cigarettes and saying- had big tobacco though, dude. It was a big business and nobody wanted to step on it. Dude, I fucking agree. What I'm saying is the corporations own shit, right? So when you're voting for a president, you're really voting for who is the better to shovel the shit you know, of a corporation. And when it comes to the virus, we're blaming Trump and everything like that. But in reality, it isn't him. It's just people telling him shit and he's just regurgitating it. It's not like he fucking has a plan or he knows what he's fucking doing. It's whatever the Kit Kat company wants or what the fuck ever Sony wants or whatever name, name beep. There's companies out there that are so malicious you don't even know about. Some Saudi Arabian guy. Okay. Who's in charge of shit? The pre- the president and our government aren't really in charge, and they haven't been for a long time. And if they were, cigarettes wouldn't be a real fucking thing. It just became popular to, to, to not smoke. That that's it. That's the only reason. The only reason why. Well, I mean, no, it was a, it was an information campaign. You know, it really is and it isn't. It it just happened. It, it was people with like holes in their necks and and, and doesn't fucking matter. People dying. I hate to say that. It, I hate to say this, but people dying doesn't really matter it's how they die it's how they die and the that you use and if you don't have the right lens and you don't have the right circumstance bad guys win all the time that's how it is trump isn't like necessarily a bad guy per se i mean he is whatever but he's selfish I, I think oh yeah he's just a talking piece for our corporation bullshit and people are telling him something and they're, they're and other people are telling him other thing. And then he's supposed to fall for it. The presidency is a horrible position because you're in a position where you have to shovel shit. Like this guy telling us shit isn't a thing in which he's like, Oh man, I totally have a plan. He doesn't have a fucking plan. He's just saying shit right now. Even as he's saying, uh, well, I said that shit because I didn't want to panic. That's not even him. That's not even him talking. That's, that's, his, that's his team. Exactly. His team has been there from the beginning to the end of time. But his team wasn't on the phone with him when he talked to this reporter. Yeah, I know. He's just talking. He's just talking. It's a lot more honest. Dude, he, to- he once said that – now, this is what I'm talking about, picking and choosing. He said, hey, look, I don't want to go to war, but it seems like where I'm at, everybody wants to go to war in the room. And he doesn't describe the people in the room. And what I'm saying is there's agency here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people in a room, general, CIA, all of them, that are really in charge of the government. Uh, and, you know, corporate beliefs and everything like that. They're in charge. And what he does is, what do I have to say? Okay. And then he says it. And then they're asking him questions. And he's just saying shit. And we it talked about this. Yeah. And I just, I'm telling you, when he says, hey, yeah, he must have said, I bet money you can find clips of him. Because I remember when it first happened, we didn't know anything. He said a lot of numbers out there. A lot of people, even the, the fucking World Health Organization said a lot of numbers. They said things, they lied. They lied. They said things, and then Fauci said things. He lied. Well, he got his numbers from, from Xi in China. Yeah, I hear you, but they're all liars. All these fucking people are liars. 
hanging on this guy is a disservice. No, 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 no. I'm not just hanging it on him. No, no, no. I, I believe the machine fucked up too. Oh, I don't think um, they even had a fucking clue. They told him, yeah, yeah 10 people are going to die. You know what? Five people are going to die. And any given Sunday, on what day you interview him, he's going to say whatever the fuck number it is. But he politicized it, though, when Democrats started saying, hey, this is worse than he's telling us. And then he, he started saying that this is the Democrats' new hoax. And all of a sudden, he politicized a public health crisis. Yeah. I, I, but- when, when he had received information that this thing could be pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not. I, I get it. He's getting numbers from all over the different places and that. But if if he knew about the potential for it being this bad and decided to demonize people that that were were bringing up these 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 uh, this side of it that he didn't want to present, he shouldn't have demonized them and made them out to be the bad guys, the boogeymen, and 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 the enemy. And what he should have said was, okay, that's what you guys are thinking. Let let's sit down and let's talk about this and think about mitigation. You know what we can do. In case of any eventuality, he said, no, none of that's going to happen. You know, he didn't, he didn't, even when he initiated the Defense Production Act, he didn't really do anything with it. He just activated it, but he didn't really do anything. I agree with a lot of points that you're saying. What I'm saying is, what I think, I think you think I'm making the president out to be a bigger cog than he actually is when he's a lot smaller because you're saying he's a talking piece. But, but the problem is, he influences a lot of people. He influences a lot of the decisions that people make. And a lot I, of people are going with what he's saying. That, that's his only power. He galvanized. That's the responsibility that, I that he's decided to wield. Look, 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 look. If it was Hillary Clinton in that position, she would have demonized the Republicans and then maybe better. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. We can't deal with the hypotheticals, dude. Let me finish. All right. Let me finish. It was... The, 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 the hang-up that you have is that he was having rallies, right? And I'm telling you, I'm telling that, you. That's one, but also that he was demonizing the other side. So he didn't want to have a conversation. He said, fuck you guys, shut up. They're the enemy. They're, they want to fuck the country. What I'm saying is what he did, there was nothing wrong. And what, oh God, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. <laughs> You're trying to say, I'm trying to say that, like, if it was Hillary Clinton, it would have been the same thing, but the opposite end. And the only be reason, the only reason why they're getting shit right now, the only fucking reason is because it came to fruition. Because when the bird flu happened and when the swine flu happened, people are fucking dying. But everyone didn't lock down. That was inconceivable. But that was on the table. We just didn't do it. And- we, well, it's because our, our defense network was out wider than the U.S. You know, we're, we're, we're handling shit in other places so they didn't come here. You know? we, oh, no, no, no. The mortality rate looks worse. This is worse. No. You know, objectively worse than, than bird flu and all that shit? He's way worse than swine flu. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. In the sense, but, we, we can have people out there and we can have people not out there. This fucking thing was going to happen. If we were a totalitarian government like China, we'd be all right. Because China would have been like, execute all these fucking Yeah, or if we were small like Italy. Yeah. Same exactly. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, yeah, I, I, but this disease is way worse than we thought it was going to be. Way worse. And now things are coming to fruition, which is scary because now we don't believe in science anymore. So that's a thing. And we're hanging up the, the failures of our people on one guy. No. Well, I mean, it, he's got a lot of influence and he politicized it. And all of a sudden the, the Republicans that decided to go with them, they're not innocent either, right? 
but the Republican, the, the politicians that decided to go with them, they were like, shit, we can either go with them and basically politicize this and polarize the two sides of the coronavirus debate. The fuck is our debate? Exactly. You know, or we can move towards the middle and get hammered this November, you know, mm-hmm. and um, because they seen what happened before. If you don't back Trump, you lose. So they kind of had a side with them. But now, <laughs> now you're starting to get people that are up for election. Senator Collins of Maine. Now she's starting to, you know, talk shit about Trump when, when it was coming to impeachment, she didn't want to, she didn't want to budge. Right. She tried to look like she was in the middle, but everybody knew she was going to defend Trump the whole time with her vote. Now she's, as it gets closer to November, she's trying to be like the middle voice, which is bullshit. Um, you, you had to make your stand in April, you know, in April was when the card should have been put on the table. Why? Because we were locked down. We're, we're already, we're already at, at the bottom. Everything was closed. It, that was the time to put all the cards on the table and say, you know what? This is what it is right here, right now. Not, he got caught on tape and it got released in September. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying because you are not making this a political thing at this point in time. You're saying we should have fucking been on, honest. It, like once when shit hit the fan, because right now it's not about. But, but left, left or right, leaders have always been trusted to act prudently. You know, um, either side, the only, the only really big fuck ups going into Iraq and going into Vietnam, you know, um, outside of that, I mean, really everybody's been trusted to look out for the, for the common good, you know, that, that can be argued when like, it came to some, when it comes to something like this, there's right? Like, there's taxes and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trickle down economics, blah, 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 blah. Fucking. 1,000% correct. We all agree, Vietnam, mm-mm. Iraq, mm-mm. Right. I agree with you. And that's a 100% tone. Not a lot of people are like, eh, meh. You know what's a funny fact? You know, I hate to shift gears. It's uh, Vietnam, right? So we lost like 80,000 people or whatever the fuck, right? And the Vietnamese lost like millions. But we consider that. We consider, can't even count it. But we consider that a loss. And you're like, we did lose the war. They lost millions. And like I was I was thinking about that the other day when I was reading about it. I was just like, well, what's a loss? Is it the loss of the ideology or is it a loss of how many you know what I mean? Like millions. Like that's fucking crazy, right? Don't you think that's crazy? Like eight million Jews. Yeah, yeah I've I've watched um thinking about that. Like watched Ken Burns' Vietnam documentary probably like three times. Okay. It's, yeah. It's great. It's so cra- good. And it's so scary how far back it goes. It goes back to Eisenhower. Yeah. You know, and Kennedy. Everybody basically kept feeding this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And it was to save face, you know, by sacrificing our soldiers. But only I, I would call it a loss. I would call it a loss of our ideals. Oh, I agree. Uh, 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 you hear of what being that? honest. Like, no, no, no. no. Eight million Jews die, and we're never going to stop talking about that, right? Hitler, that's pretty bad. We killed millions of Vietnamese, millions. And, like, only about 80,000 of us died, right? So, I mean, like, damn, dude, damn, no, dude, fucking fuck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a military loss. It, it's just, it's, it's tough to know that, our pre- uh, again, our president's pretty much 
wanted to save face and multiple presidents were, were saying, I don't want to be the one that loses this war. So we're just going to keep going and we're just going to keep ramping it up. Hmm. You're, what's, the point of, what's the point of being there? There is no point in being there. There was nothing, there was nothing to be gained there. It was just a political ideology. We wanted to stop communism. And that's what I read. Like we lost through ideology, but like when you go by numbers, right, of people. Maybe. It wasn't a military loss. Yeah, but like that is a loss, though. We lost like, you know, 40, but we killed a lot of them. Yeah, if, if it's a body count thing, it's, it, it wasn't a loss. But, and like we get, it was, but we, it was definitely a waste, man. How many, how many young people were wasted? Yeah. Well, and we're still, we're still like in America, in America, what we think about is how many people we lost. And, and okay, so when you go, to World War Two, and you know the Jews, how many they killed, right? And this is not just Jews. We just say the Jews, but there's more people, the gays and such. And he kills eight million people. We're like fuck Hitler, right? Forever. We went over there to Vietnam. We killed millions of them, and never. Yeah. Won- and, and like the only thing America can come away from is, fucking America sucks, you know. There was, I, I want to say there was an interview where they questioned whether or not they were on the right side of that war because they likened, they likened the North Vietnamese to, uh, to the revolutionaries from, from you know, our founding fathers' days. Yeah. So it's not popular to say it, right? Because we also don't want to think that we wasted it fighting for the wrong side. But um, that's a discussion. You know, but like if you think about it, you ask a person, right? Was Hitler bad? Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, he killed all those those Jews," right? Then, okay, but like anywhere in the world, in America itself, if you were like, "Hey, yeah, Vietnam," oh yeah, we killed, you know, we shouldn't have been there. I I I think I see what you're trying to get at. That was um that was a genocide from within their borders, and they went out and they looked for people of a certain background and said. We're going to systematically murder you. Uh, this was a North versus South. If it was genocide, they would have killed people on both sides, right? It wasn't driven by, by race so much as two sides of, 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 of politics. So it's not- it turns out the South, turns out the South was like super corrupt. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> and- it's, it's a numbers game. It's not a numbers game, meaning you could have killed more millions. Wouldn't have mattered. It's the ideology behind it. So if I would have said, oh, yeah, we're doing this because they're fucking slant-eye, let's get them. But because the ideology is it's a war, fucking people die. Makes it all right. No, it doesn't make it all right, but it doesn't, it doesn't lower it to the level of, of genocide. Yeah. Huh, that's crazy. Um, now, did you have, did you have uh, uh, massacres that happened? I think the Mylene – I hope I'm saying it right um, – there was a there was a Mylene massacre, you know, that that was committed, and that was uh, that was pretty bad, you know, and that that could almost be genocide if it was driven by anger, you know, then then yeah, but I don't know, man. That one was that one was really ugly. Iraq, but that wasn't a massacre, and we didn't kill millions. I don't think, right? No, in in Iraq, no, but I. You know, you said, well, we only look at the people that we lost. My. Yeah, I mean, we're us, right? I mean, I, it's, it's more natural to look at 
your own house and say, you, well, what did we give up? Do you think the Germans like think to themselves like, like, um, you know, we lost some people. What do you mean? Well, you know, in Vietnam, we killed millions of them, right? We only lose like 80,000. So we're like, ah, you know, well, the, for, for Germany, um, it's crazy, right? They, like, they, they've outlawed the swastika. They've outlawed the, the Nazi salute. Right. But it's almost as if they're a completely different country than what they were back then. They yeah. just happen to be in the same place. Isn't it great that they, they were able to do that? They were able to say it wasn't us. It was this group. Yeah. And those generations kind of had to die off for them to be able to say it. Yeah. Right? But, but, but America can't say it's that group. They say it's America. When you talk in Vietnam, you're not talking, oh, it was the Republicans or it was the Democrats. You say it's America. It was, yeah, it was America. And they, you know, outlawing things, right? Yeah. Germany's like, those guys, they did that shit. And then uh, I just remembered I didn't get any fucking chips. God damn it. I was looking forward to that. Anyways, Germany was like, hey, it wasn't us. It was those Nazis. Mm, that's not us. And then America, we go and kill a bunch of Asian people. And we're just like, was us well because it wasn't it wasn't officially driven by hate right um well you know at the time i don't think it was hate i think they were just thinking you know what they're lower than us and they're what's wrong with the country you know that's you know uh well it it was the the fear was the north was backed by china china's communist yeah i know i I, yeah we need to fight against that at least that was the official line right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the guys that were there on the ground there was a few interviews of them and they were saying well these guys are revolutionaries trying to fight against an oppressed government an oppressing government we're seeing the government they're pretty damn crooked you know our founding fathers probably would have lined up on the side of the north Would they? That's a good... You know what, Ever? I love when you give... <clears throat> usually it's me posing the hypotheticals or the, the, the mind game of what would this person... Well, this was presented in the documentary. You know? Oh, it was? Oh, man. Never... Yeah, no, no, no. The, 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 the whole idea of were we on the right side of it, that was, that was presented oh, by the documentary. You said what would our forefathers do, right? That was you. That was you, you right? No. I don't remember if I got it from there. Oh, okay. Cause like, I like the idea. I like mine. But I was drawn in by that idea though. I mean, but I really was. I, I mean, love I, it made like, me start to question like, Ooh, shit. I, I love the idea of like, what would this dead person do? Right. And the, uh, some smart dude once said that you should have a peer of dead people inside you meeting a, a council of dead people. Like what would Bruce Lee do? What would Abraham Lincoln do? And you have to have your own tribe inside your brain. And then you have conversations. This is a good skill to, to, to do history, you know, learn about the person, and then put yourself in that place and then say, and then like, what would Jesus do kind of thing? And then you right. can have some kind of a thing. And that only, I think only smart people do that. And that it was cool that you did that in a way, you kind of did that in the way you were like, well, forefathers, if they were, they would sign on this place because you understand their ideologies. And then you were saying, well, they're, and like, we're far separated from the Vietnam War. So, like, I mean, to, to put yourself in that zone, I thought that was good. You know, I haven't heard anybody talk about this. Um, kind of like th- these tapes that are coming out of Trump. Um, I haven't heard anybody say it, but they're gonna, this is probably going to come up again. The Pentagon Papers. 
Oh, oh, you mean the uh for nine eleven? No, Pentagon Papers. Um, that was that was what got released. It was a big old report, um, done by by an independent contractor on the causes and analyses of the Vietnam War. Oh yeah. It. And so it it leaked to uh, the Washington Post and and the New York Times. And Nixon tried to get it blocked, right? He didn't want that coming out because it basically was an indictment of all the presidents who knew that it was a folly going into to Vietnam and that it, it was near impossible to win there. But no, since nobody wanted to be the one to lose, they just kept sending soldiers in there basically to run the clock on themselves and then just give it to the next administration, which is why we started with, you know, uh, CIA advisors and then ended up with 500,000 troops in country. But uh, I haven't heard anybody compare these, these, these Woodward tapes to the Pentagon Papers yet, but uh, I'm wondering if that's going to start to become a thing. No, I don't think so ever in a million years. We have too much on our plate. Every time there's a new administration, there's always something new. So the Pentagon Papers, it's like as if they knew. And I do think that they're just smart people out there that just know shit. And they're like, hey, man, dude. And they, they, they see what people are and what they will be. And they decide, look, they're not going to fucking care. We'll just give a new iPod and they'll forget. You know, like, like Pentagon Papers, I did not know what that was until you said that. But then when you said it, I was like, and then I looked it up just now. And I was like, shit, I remember when this came out. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Dude, I barely care. And I care. That's a weird thing, you know? I mean, that sounded stupid. And if you clip that out. Uh, it was a big thing about freedom in the press back in the day. It, was a, it actually went to the Supreme Court. Yeah. I think that should be taught in our schools. I think a lot. Of, okay. I really do think a school should be comprised of, in the first three years, should be about manners and learning how to think. Like puzzles, engaging the brain. And then after that, most of it should be history. Because history is the most important fucking thing that we've ever had because then we can learn patterns like pattern recognition. Oh shit. We can, cause we don't know what the next Hitler will be. The next Hitler could be like, Hey, I'm pro transgender. And then we're killing everyone who's not right. I mean, like we don't know the future, which is a segue into Superman man of tomorrow. Cause it's the future. I want to, I want to jump into this because we, we went too dark for an hour and a half. I fucking thought we would just talk about cuties and that's it. So, let's fucking go let's go uh i liked it what uh, what did you think of that movie tell me about it tell me i i enjoyed it about the 4k um <laughs> i didn't regret it but at the same time i was kind of like ah, oh, this could have been better what what do you mean the animation looked like archer sometimes okay yeah the an- like, I, I understand it's 2d animation i understand it but it just looked flatter than 2d animation for some reason to me i was just like Ugh. well but when they started fighting Holy it, shit. The animation was good. The drawings themselves, okay, I know it was basic, but if, if you paid attention, you probably go watch it again. Look at the eyes. There's more emotion going on yeah. with the eyes than I've ever seen in any animated film. But it's just this part, it's not it's not this part. It, but like the whole fi- the whole facial the facial movements of them had more emotion. I thought that was pretty cool. And what was our rating system? It was enjoyment, uh, score, 
score uh replay replayability or enjoyment uh rewatchability is that okay what was the double score enjoyment engagement re rewatchability engage like engagement yeah engagement. like we we'll watch it again okay so we got enjoyment or engagement okay, let me write that engagement and then you uh, don't have this written down fuck god damn it dude you're right i do actually i do i do i do Give me a second. Where's the, okay? Here we go. It's score story, story, rewatch. Yeah, rewatch is his own score, which for some reason we should have doubled that. We should have doubled that instead of engagement. So let's do that then. For now on, for the annals of history, let that be. All right, let's do this. Story, go. What do you think? Um, I liked what they did. It was different. Uh, spoiler alerts, guys. You know, if you guys haven't seen it good, yet. Good, 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 good. I forgot about um, that. So I like what they did with Parasite. I thought that was really cool. He was, he was, uh, he was scary, you know? He yeah. was like... Uh, Wait, stop, 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 stop. Story. Guys, all right. If you, if you haven't watched this movie, we're spoiling it. Look, the story is about Superman. It's a rehashing of it. It's, uh, it's a perspective of when he's like... He's more human in this, believe it or not. And it's, it's to just pretend that you're human going through this story where you tr you're told you're an alien and you have superpowers and you're going through this fucking story. It's basically it. And then there's some action and then it fucking ends. Okay, guys? All right, there. Go. You go. Okay, so I like what they did with Parasite. Um, I like Lex Luthor more in this one. Why? Because Superman starts out trusting him to an extent, right? What, what do you mean? Superman starts out trusting Lex Luthor to help him stop the parasite. But then Lex Luthor kind of leaks out like, hey, you know what? You have a weakness. And you can kind of almost hear it either in his voice. Of course. You know, that, that I can use this. I, I'll be able to exploit this. Of course. Yeah. And um, I don't think they're, I mean, they're not setting anything up. I think that's more of a, that's more, that's more of a, um, because uh, it's a retelling of a story, so they're like, "Well, that's how it's, it's 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 Clark being a little bit naive about Lex and not really understanding the 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 level of threat he can be." Fuck, man, you're right. You're right, right? That's so true. You're right. We know, we know, because we've, we've seen yeah. Lex Luthor be evil as fuck for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, until you get to his Red Son, you know, story, he's not really evil. He's just trying to prove that humanity doesn't need a god. Yeah, but we're talking about this. In but, but talking about this one, it feels a little bit more like that Red Sun Lex Luthor, where he's conniving. You know, he's a business dude and he's looking out for his interests, trying to make money, but at the same time recognizing recognizing a a a, a power play, you know, or a potential power play or the long ball, you know, where where Superman's trying to do the right thing in the moment, mm, yeah. and and not realizing the threat that can come from trusting Lex with the secret of. Who he is, where is he from, and what his weakness is. You know what, though? If they, because you know they, re, they restarted this shit, right? Because of Flash. Yeah. It, had, yeah, yeah. it had to have been, right? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. This whole, uh, from now on, all their DC movies are going to be in this universe. I hope, fuck, I fucking will kill goats for this shit. That there's a showrunner. Because what you said will be so awesome if they pay it off. Like, say, fast forward to him. Yeah. Lex Luthor being a villain and then being in a position where Superman then needs to trust him again and he does and then lo and behold Lex Luthor 
betrays him again. But the, to make that writing work, you got to be a good writer, period. Here's, here's my thing about Clark. He learns, he learns confidence as an adult. In this, I, didn't like, I didn't like that. In the movie? In the movie. He, he learns to be confident as an adult when he's talking to Lois and he's like doing his reporting thing. He's like all unsure of himself, but he's even like that when nobody's around and it shouldn't be that he's not Superman yet. He's had these powers. He's had these strengths. He's had these invulnerabilities his whole life. Okay. So, so he should be just confident. Like nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. It's like somebody that's born tall, handsome, blue eyed, blonde, you know, and they just have this this strut, right? Because they know they're going to be okay. He doesn't have this. It's actually in his nature to be vulnerable, to be, you know, like, like to be skittish, to be unsure of himself. When that's not, that's not what somebody who's had invulnerability since he was two would be like, realistically. You know what I'm saying? And he learns as an adult to differentiate between you know, Clark Kent and Superman. The first Superman movie, I, I got to watch it again, but my impression was that Clark is pretty confident growing up. And then it's only when he decides to be Superman that he invents the Clark Kent that we know. He's always Clark Kent. He's always been Clark Kent growing up. But when he creates Superman, that's still him being himself. And he creates Clark Kent to throw everybody else off of his scent. You know, the psychology of the Superman is a pretty cool one in, in that respect because he's not Superman as in a person who came to earth and then was like fucking superpower. It's, it's, he was grown up. So he's grown up and he's a person who's never known failure. So right. when it comes to be where I save one person and then another person dies, then the psychology of that person who was raised by inferior humans because they're inferior to him in a way. Right. Yeah that psychological thing should have a greater effect to him. So when he goes to save the guy, which should be a non-problem for him because he can fucking move a planet. Like that's the scope of his power. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he does, but he should feel that invulnerable. So he saves a guy and then another guy dies. He's like, what the fuck? So that, because he's never learned how to cope with failure in that way, should be a person of a higher magnitude of failure that you and I can cope with. I fail every fucking day. Yeah, that, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. He, like, when he fails, it should be... Yes. A, That's the first time I ever fucking failed. What do you mean I failed? I don't fail. That's not what I do. No, but you were, you're making the dichotomy of he should be confident. In fact, he should... No, he should, he should be confident. He's not confident around Lois. He hasn't even invented the Superman persona yet. Yeah, I agree. And, and he's, like, he's like fumbling against Lois. He's fumbling, you know, when he's talking to some random dude. That's a new. That's new to him. That's, it's new to him talking to a girl. A, a confident woman who's strong. That's, that should be a thing to him that's new. It's not like he could, like, he could be superpower all he wants. He can't just be like, love me, you know? He can't. That's not how he works. He's not like he's picking off bitches like a fucking rose out, out of, off the street. That's not what he's doing. I don't know, man. I, I think about those dudes in high school that just like grew really fast and okay. were really super popular because they were the fastest or, you know, they played sports really good or whatever. 
and just I remember the confidence that they had because of that. I can't. I can, I can think about. I agree with you, but that's not who Superman is. Superman was told to act weak, to hide his persona, so he's never gotten girls left and right. That's not who he is. But see, that doesn't that doesn't really come out in the movie. Okay. Right? Okay. I, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm being too picky on it. Argue. See, what I, w- I would have liked to have seen him be confident and then decide, you know what? I can't be that confident anymore because then people are going to catch on. I, li- I, like, I like what you're saying. However, if you think about the psychology of a Superman, and I know the writers weren't thinking this. I know, I know they, yeah, weren't, they probably weren't. They were writing a fucking Judeo-Christian fucking Superman who is weak and questioning himself. And I agree that you have altercations of that. What I like about it is that a Superman raised by humans failing he would be more of a fucking klutz than you and i combined because here he is a guy with infinite fucking power and he's failing like when he's having a conversation with a guy there's people dying and he could save them but he can't because he has to have a conversation with these people when he's he has super hearing he is literally hearing people at a cosmic scale. I say cosmic because of the magnitude of what it is. It's, say, say his hearing isn't that great now because he's growing. It's only within that city. He is hearing people die. Like, as he's having a conversation. This guy would be fucked up in the head. He, because, and he wasn't raised by superior beings of, of, of um, emotionless fortitude. You know, they're weak individual not weak not weak in the sense that we're weak we're weak yeah, yeah. and they're teaching them failure and success and eh, what is that thing where you have feelings for em- empathy you know i mean he's got this so as he's having a conversation with carl hey yeah i like that coffee he's hearing people fucking die and he's learning that with all his power and this is the mind fuck of superman it's all his power his infinite fucking power it's infinite there are people dying. And so he does what he, and he does what he can do. He carp, he carp, was it compartmentalize? Yeah. He creates this persona in himself as, as a, even if he was Superman, he would then, I am a weak person because although I can fight you and knock you to the next fucking galaxy, there are people still dying and I could save them all, but I am fucking punching you to the next galaxy. And it's taking all of everything that I am to do this. But I could be saving this fucking guy who's dying on a table two miles away from me and then millions of others. Has that ever been explored in a story? God, I wish, right? But American Alien was supposed to work. I mean, this is what this comic is based off of. was supposed to work in that way. And there's comics exploring him trying to solve world hunger. And um, it just doesn't work because the governments won't let him do it. You know, be, not all the governments, but some governments and it's the politics and shit like that. And for him to take over, he would, <laughs> Red Sun, that's what he would have to do. And that's the, that's the cool thing about Red Sun. Now, bringing it back to this movie, if he's acting weak, he's not acting weak because he's acting weak. He is weak because he's. And that's what I was getting from it. That, and I didn't agree that he should be weak. I, I was thinking this dude's been strong his whole life he shouldn't yeah. he shouldn't be acting like this you're right and like because because they don't show him failing constantly and i don't know how you can demonstrate that in a comic i don't know how 
so I just take it at face value. If they write the character weak, the character's weak. And well, I, I guess I guess maybe I was too influenced by um, <laughs> Kill Bill Volume Two. When you were saying, "You motherfucker," I didn't want to say. I didn't fucking want to say it, but I knew it. I knew you were saying that he was projecting the mannerisms of a human being. And what is and what is his details of a man weak? questioning himself i knew his critique so- on humanity yes <laughs> I, I i think i think maybe i was really influenced by that but but i think i think the way when when they talk about it it's it, it may it reminds me of this is a person that's been strong and had these abilities <laughs> their entire life i agree with kill bill too in the sense that that is a writer's concept of a thing that they perceive but not right really thought about it because if you think about of a man who's raised by humans that are empath empath that have empathy hearing people die you either become two things either uh, uh what is the thing where you're okay with people? Soci- sociopath yeah. because he doesn't care or he cares too much he only has two options there's no gray he really will hear people die. And then it's up to him to, and like, think of doctors. Like I've worked with doctors that watch people die all the time. They create a system inside them where they care. And they don't care. They have to, because you're seeing people die all the time. So as a human being, and, and so maybe because he's alien and that's his physiology, maybe he's able to have empathy. Yeah, have empathy at one point and not at another. He'd either be a real sociopath or a real empath. Or maybe he can control his hearing the way we control where we're looking, you know? I'm not always looking in all directions. Maybe. But, I mean, he was in space. There's 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 comments where he's, like, in space. And uh, uh, what is his name? Jimmy Olsen presses a button. And oh, he, yeah, and he hears him. And he comes back he hears him in space two galaxies away. Uh, that's pretty fucking good hearing. And sound shouldn't be traveling through space. Exactly. But I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this tech. But like if you and me are talking, we're talking Superman. I fucking love Superman. I'm not going to lie. I just don't think they have never written him in a right way. I just, I just think that they don't understand the concept of a human, not a human being, but a person raised like a human. And then it, he has all this power and he can't win. He just can't win. You know, uh, was it Dr. Manhattan? Yes. I think that's pretty close. It is, isn't it? Kind of. I don't know. Because he's in. See, but that's not a hero you're, you're, you're for, right? I'm not. Dude, right? Yeah, I'm not all about Dr. Manhattan, right? But that is somebody who's. Yes. Pretty much knows everything. Exactly. Has the ability to do anything, but has had to remove his empathy. Yeah. You know, that's why he's so dry. You know, but but he's also experiencing all time at the same time. So he's like the definition of fate, you know, of destiny. He is destiny. Because he knows the future. He knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows what his role in it is. And it's almost like he can't do anything about it because he's already done it. Yeah. And so he can't care. He he, If he cared, it would probably drive him nuts. And it's a weird thing. Check it out. So... You have the power. Dr. Mahan's a weird character too. Like any character that has this ability to see the future or Superman who can, I'm not saying the future, but he's he, not seeing the future. He's existing in the future, but he has uh, omniscient powers because he, yeah. 
to hear everything all at once and see everything all at once kind of thing, right? So unless they explain that away, it's a weird character, right? Because they, they, you have the ability to affect change and you don't. So that's a choice, right? So the, here you are in your moments by yourself and you have, you have two options. One, be the person, you know, try to help or the person who affect change, which you do have the power to do. And so do you, do, if you affect change, you become a being that's a little bit less heroic, more totalitarian. Mm. You be evil incarnate because you're, you're, you're stopping shit before it happens. And that's not freedom. Yeah. Minority report. Red Sun. We're yeah. keeping it to Superman. He's, take, he's taken over. Everybody has eight hours of work. Everybody has a hobby. And they, I mean, like he literally critiques everyone and they have a life. They have no freedom. And that's the, the parallel between America and him. So it's kind of like, um, so like that's a crazy thing about Manhattan in Superman is they have the ability to ch affect change. But if they do, they really will become a villain in a way. But are they? And that's where us, the sci-fi person, has to watch it and think to ourselves, well, was that the right way? And most people say, that's no, that's the wrong, because we wisdom takes over, right? Mm -hmm. Taking over people's freedom of choice is wrong. But if they're about to rape a kid, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah well, that's... It's... Well, I mean, the def, the, what you just pointed out is taking, it, taking away somebody else's freedom of choice, right? Yeah, all right. It's rough, man, because like murder is easy. Nothing beats slavery. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, even in a murder, you're taking away somebody else's right to choose. No, what I'm saying is like telling. So, so if we're just talking death, death is on the table, and Superman has the power to stop that. Kind of like you know, for murder, murder, his ability to stop that. I mean, that makes it easier. But when, when you're talking about rape, he has the ability to stop rape. And let's let's brass tacks. What do you think happens more, rape or murder? Rape. Rape by far. So here he is actively hearing this shit every day. That would fucking drive a person mad. That's why the character Superman's cool. And that's why I like Star Trek. It's because you have created a thing that shouldn't exist. It's he's the better person. He has faults. He has superpowers. He has the ability to stop shit, but he doesn't. But he's still considered a good guy. And you, you want to live in that kind of fantasy world. You know what I mean? Like you're telling a, a kid Santa Claus exists. And that's what Superman is. He's the ultimate Santa Claus. Because in reality, he's an evil being. Like if you, if you put him into our reality, he's evil. No matter what he does. If he does good, he's still evil. There's people getting raped out there. He could have stopped that shit. Now he's stopping all the rapes. But people are getting murdered. What the fuck, guy? You know, there's no winning. This guy, Nuba Nuba, is slaving out fucking mining rare earths for our cell phone. He's not stopping that kid. I mean, he can't. He can, but he can't. So it's like that character doesn't exist in our reality. So when you transcribe his motivations and things like that, bringing it back to um, what is, what yeah, is Man of Tomorrow, it, it, for me it's different because I really think deeply on these issues. So when I, when I, so when I say that, I, I, I take it back. I take a step back and I'm like, he has faults. <laughs> he, has, he has faults. He has superpowers. Let's just judge it on that. Right. <laughs> Fucking let it go. <laughs> you know saying like, I mean, I, well, I, the story was good. Okay. Um, it was different. It was it was unique. Lobo was fun to watch. I bastitch went. Okay, so I knew that he he said the word shit, 
right? And I was like, oh, yes. He can curse, so he's not going to say his, his famous line, bass bitch. And I was like, oh, man, because they, they created that line to, to circumvent the, the, the censors. And then he said it, and I was like, oh, it's like, it's like if I wrote the fucking comic for me, you know? Because he didn't have to say it. He just said bitch, because that's what he's supposed to say. But they say bastage for the comic. So that was a little Easter egg I thought it was cool. Because they said shit. They could say whatever they want at that point. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was funny. I thought, uh, I thought the setup between, you know, like Lois interviewing the two aliens and then interviewing Lobo and Lobo being all crude and everything. And then her talking to Superman and being like, oh, this guy's cool. You know, like, especially after that other dude. You know, after talking to Lobo and then talking to Superman, she's all like all about him, right? But in her a strong woman without making it shitty, because usually strong women are women who destroy men. I I like the scene where she goes to and she gives she gives Clark a pep talk, you know, and then she's like, "So who are your sources?" And he's like. Are you just trying to get a story out of me? The the whole scene was good, and it was like I thought they were connecting, but then you kind of see her true color. She's like, "So, who are your sources?" And he kind of like saw through it. I know. I thought that was cool writing because it was it was it was a it was it was subtle and it showed who she was, but it was cool writing because when you watch the older cartoons and shit like that, it's more one dimensional. Like like I'm she bad. Bullies him. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. It's good because he can destroy a planet. So, you know. No, I'm, I mean, in, in the in the in the cartoons and stuff, she kind of bullies him. In this one, she bullies him, but like he he gives it too. In 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 the comics, they had to go full bore. In the nineties, they had to go full bore. You know, women's women's rights weren't as far progressed as they are now, so they had to to counter crush. Yeah, well, here I felt like they were both doing this. They were sparring. That's how I felt. I because, because she was like, when she tells her, she tells Clark about her tactic. Yeah, I know I got an appointment, but you know he's gonna wait, and then uh, 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 he's gonna want her schedule. You know, it's called the power play. And he's like, oh, okay, and he does the same thing back to her. Yeah, no, I love- the power play back to her. <laughs> wait, like, like, like behind the curtain. When I'm looking like this, I'm looking at the TV. All oh, right, all right. Looking at you, but I'm looking at because I well, you just want to see me bigger, huh? It's yeah. like whenever you make profound points, I don't know. I don't know. Better on the big TV? Yes, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like naturally, if I start turning like this, know that that's me. Like, um, so I, I should turn like this and look like I'm talking to you over there. That would be creepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me like huge, you know? <laughs> um, what is it like? She oh, was. Man, I like the action. I liked it. I I, I enjoyed it. Lobo uh, was funny. The the beats were. You see, okay, now in the comic, I think they pushed, um, him being more sad about being human, not because he's weak or not Kryptonian, not because um you know he's different. It, well, that is actually it. He was more different, and then he wanted to be no powers. You know, and I think they pushed that more in the comic. So when you watch this movie, it they did that one scene in the comic. The comic is like it's literally one whole comic. Uh, okay, the whole thing is a graphic novel. The thing I gave you, the, yeah. the, the 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 comic itself, the first comic they only took from that was um, it felt like just the part where he's crying because the other his friend is. Yeah, they're watching that movie. 
Yeah. And I don't think uh, Man, uh, Martian Manhunter was in the uh, comic. So, but that was cool because they linked it because he's watching about Martians being scary. And then he, you know, you see the man Martian. I was okay with that. I mean, at first I was like, Martian Manhunter, what the fuck's he doing there? And I was like, no, this is cool. I'm okay with it. It's funny too because they, they created a character that's stronger than Superman but forgets it because he has the power to mimic people. So he has the power to mimic Superman. Did you know that? I think, I think his weakness is fire, though. No, it is. It is. It is. It, it is. But like, okay, that's a shitty weakness to have. It kind of, if you have this, <laughs> if you have the speed of thought, you know how fast thought is. It's pretty fast. I mean, if you're moving at the speed of light, and you're like, I'm gonna use fire. It doesn't matter. Because yeah, but does Martian Manhunter move at the speed of thought? If, I don't think he's that fast. No, he is because he can mimic Superman's powers. That's one of his powers. He can mimic. That no 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 no. Let, let, let me explain this. Man, Martian Manhunter can mimic any fucking guy's power. The only thing though is this: they forget that. They forget that as they're writing it because oh. there's there's a lot of comics where he's pretending to be Superman, or there's another Martian that pretends to be a Kryptonian, things like that. That's an actual comic actually, where white Martians who are, I guess, supposedly stronger than um than uh. The, the green martians they have the power to mimic you know whatever but they have the power to mimic kryptonians so Matt, Mar martian manhunter can mimic kryptonians the only thing is that they forget that so here i am a martian i can read your mind you're thinking about setting fire to me i've already killed you because superman's that fast but then you know what i i, I don't think about it too much i just let it happen and he can be intangible too by the way so I don't know why fire hurts him. So, I mean, you, you could be intangible. Fire can't hurt you. So, whatever. I don't care. Ma Martian Manhunter, it was cool that they added that in the sense that he was uh, – he was they were, they were afraid of Martians, and he's the actual Martian. I thought that was a cool link. Um, oh, here's, here's one. There's a part where, you know, uh, the parasite, right? Before he becomes a parasite, he's a janitor, and the color Ken yeah. is talking to him, right? All right, dude, I have to say, that was the gayest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, like honestly, I really thought when he was talking to the janitor, I thought they were going to make Superman gay. Because they were talking, like, the, the, the conversation they were coming at each other. Hey, hey. I, I was like, this, this guy's going to end up being somebody. Of course. They're, they're have, they're, this is the conversation. They, 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 again, movie language, right? Yeah. When somebody starts talking longer than necessary about random shit that it's like okay this is probably going to be important later on no the you know what he shared about his wife and his kid i was like yeah. they're gonna come up later why okay watch that movie again and then think that they're gay it's i, didn't think I really felt like they were going whoa no, I didn't think that. and i was like man balls on these fucking guys making superman gay and then like they did it they didn't commit i have to say the coward but hey I don't like when they try to be woke and they make the women gay. I want them to go, hey, if you're going to make <laughs> equal, equal gayness, make the dudes fucking hardcore gay. No, but um, yeah, the story. Okay. So you got your Martian Manhunter. You got your, you got your virus dude, Parasite, which kind of felt like left field, but they made it work. Yeah. Better than Sandman. You know, in Spider-Man 3. Yes. Yes, it, yes, yes. Yeah, very Sandman-y. But I, I felt I liked this one more. It did work. Uh, yeah. They illustrated the characters. 
the story was all right. Uh, I'm going to have to give the story a six, though, because although – wait, let me scratch that out. Six. Although because the, um, the story, it was, it was written and uh, it kind of works, it's, there's nothing there for me. It feels kind of straightforward. See, I would give it a seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven because I felt that it was pretty unique. Okay. What do you, you know, mean? I hadn't seen a Superman story like that. I hadn't seen Parasite used like that. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bringing in Martian Manhunter. Um, that you know that that was something that I that I initially objected to, but then when I watched it, I was like, okay, this works. But uh, Lobo was was a surprise. You know, I don't, I, I can't think of a good Lobo that left an impression on me. Exactly. For this, did not ever care about Lobo. Right. I never gave a shit. But, but, uh, um, I felt I, I was watching it. I was like, man, this, this guy's perfect. He's awesome. And but going back to Parasite one more time, he felt like a threat. Um, he looked like a threat, especially with his big claws. It was like, it was meant to catch you and not let go of you yeah you know? like a pit bull bite or something you know and um he just yeah he just seemed he seemed like a threat and the, the way that they that that they communicated his powers you know by showing you what happened i thought that was cool too what i didn't like is that you took the character parasite and um you dehumanized him which made it a weaker character because in the they did try. They tried to make him like, oh, what the fuck? You know, like, they kind of, but they could have went deeper with it. And they had been poor in the comics. Yeah. And like, he's got family and shit like that. He doesn't want to do what he's doing, but he has to. And that's the crux of that character. So yeah, in the last third, I didn't see the, I didn't see the conflict. In exactly. It. Exactly. So when you're watching the, when you're watching the movie, he became monster of the week. Right. That was pretty weak and, you know, archaic. felt like, fucking 90s when they did that and you know what the, the sad thing is the 90s did it better when they did parasite when he came out in the cartoon um they did make him a character of like i can't fucking help but do this you know and you know this didn't feel like that it felt like a monster you know and that's yeah, cool. cool i liked it that's why i gave it six yeah i'll give it a seven just because it, it surprised me i was pleasantly surprised yeah yeah i wish they did more with the other characters, like, I don't know, if you're going to make him the main villain, you should have did more plot development. I, I didn't like, I didn't like, um, well, maybe he was, maybe it was Commando. That Superman, when his, when his clothes burned off. Yeah. And his underwear burned off too. Oh, okay. Well, because, okay. because in Man of Steel, um, this is an older, older one, right? Uh, the clothes that they make him, it's it's not what he was swaddled in. I, I I don't like the idea that they swaddled the baby in enough fabric to make a cape and a fucking suit for a grown ass man. Yeah. I and 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 if if I was, you know, Superman, I wouldn't want that, you know, that I feel like I would I would kind of maybe treasure that, you know, and put it away. But in Man of Steel, not the movie, but the the, the comic run back in the day, his mom helps him make the suit. And she makes it close to his body because she realized as he was growing up and only parents would figure this shit out, right? That when he wore clothes that was closer to his body, that it never got as dirty or tattered as loose fitting clothes. 
So she said, I just decided to make this tight. And then the next year, I think they, I think they waited like a couple years. Uh, I don't know if Lex Luthor figured it out. His invulnerability extends just above his skin. And so that's why he wears, there's the justification for wearing the tight fitting clothes right against his skin because it also makes the clothes invulnerable too. That's which is why bullets bounce off of him and it doesn't tear the fabric. But the cape does get fucked up because the cape is off of his body. And so that, see, works. Huh? That, that works. I like that. I like yeah. so that. When, so when he came back in and his clothes burnt off, he should have just been in his underwear. Mm. But she didn't had made she hadn't made that outfit yet when his fire when his suit right that's why that's why I'm saying his jacket should have burned off his pants should have burned off his boots everything should have burned off except for his socks and his underwear exactly because it's closer to the skin yeah you're right oh shit yeah you're right it was funny to see him naked though yeah but I I was like ah oh, well, I don't know because they took away that story point and then all that retconning and uh, but I always felt that that was a cool retcon. It was. And you know, it was said that. I knew that he, he did say that in a lot of um, cartoon movies too. In All-Star Superman, it was like there's some kind of electrical area around him. You know, that, it, that's where it's a field that's around him. Yeah. But, but the reason it amplifies more. Yeah. And this was, this was a three or four year run up until his death, right? So when Doomsday is hitting him and tearing his, cost, his costume, you're realizing he's punching through his invulnerability. Yeah, into his costume and tearing his flesh, which and that he's feeling it like if you and I felt it. Yeah, they explain they do and they go further past that too. There's um, when Superman get comes back and then the, for a time he had different powers. You remember that with the different? He uh, have, oh, he didn't have when he first came back. He didn't have different powers. He had no powers. Oh uh, no, no, yeah, eradicated. But then he becomes electrified Superman. Exactly. Yeah. Changes his powers and they expand on that whole electric. That's the reason why he could do what he could do is because yeah. there's some kind of field around him. That's, you know what? In the cartoon, they did that too. They explained it, that there's some kind of a, there's a level. If you want, <coughs> I'm just going from memory. There's barrier, electrical barrier around him that's close to his skin. That's why his clothes don't get tattered, which is fucking tight, you know? And they took that away in this one. So, all right. So we got the story down. Um, score, the music. I, I don't remember anything of the story. Oh. I would rate the music pretty low, man, like a yeah. five. Yeah. The only time it was good was when they were in danger. Yeah. It was like this really cool, like dong, but it was really subdued. Um, it sounded good in here, but uh, it it did a good job of of providing a sense of dread. But man, there was never, never, never a Superman theme. Yeah. Oh, of anything. Dude. They never did a theme. Yeah, and like that's what brings it together, and that's why it's a level inside our reviewing mechanism is because the music can link you to a moment. So, like you would then, like for instance, flight in uh, Hans Zimmer's uh, yeah. feel. I still listen to that, and I kind of relive the music of the movie, and that or or uh, John Williams uh, Superman's main theme. John Williams anything. Oh, well, yes, but <laughs> for uh, Home Alone, because that's kind of unrememberable. But you, when you hear, that's Superman. In this movie, I do not know anything. There's no theme. Yeah. At the, after I watched it, I was like, they never did a theme. They never, they, he never had a hero theme. 
Yeah, exactly. You, you only, the only music that left an impression on me was when they were fighting and it was looking bad. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it added to Parasite's kind of like, uh, 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 you know, his, um, the scariness of the character and the fights that, that they were in. But, but there was never like a, hey, Superman's here type song. Uh, yeah, you know, and I have to say, although you gave it a five, I gave it a three because I was like, I, it wasn't terrible. So I wouldn't say one. Terrible's like cats screaming. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But it there was music there, so I gave it a three. Period. You know. Right. And I gave the story a six. You gave it a seven. I'm, I've already articulated my thoughts on the story. How about uh, let's see here enjoyment. Um, I was awake. I was laughing out loud, even though um, I was pretty much watching it by myself. But I was laughing out loud at when Lobo was doing things. Um, I was kind of having that feeling of dread when, you know, when they were losing against uh, Parasite that first time. Yeah. So I was, I was engaged. I was engaged. Um, but there was some times that I was kind of pulled out of it. I'll, I'll give it a seven. Okay. So I'm doubling that. Um, do we have a sound design in there? No, that's part of score. Score, sound, all that. That's all baked in there. Do take you have five and lower it to a four? Because, <laughs> because uh, there were some times that they were talking and it sounded echoey. And I, and I thought for some reason maybe my TV was on, the TV speaker was on. Um, I don't know if maybe they had to record some of it like over Zoom or phone calls or something, but sometimes the echo that they applied was too much. Mm. You and mean it, always or when Bastich, the when she's interviewing the prisoner? Uh, when they were outside. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where Lex is, is giving the press conference, there was like too much echoey sometimes. And it didn't matter which direction they were coming from or anything. It was like, I was like, why is that? And then some voices didn't, some voices didn't do it. And uh, it, it was, it, that wasn't good. It was, the sound design was not good. Okay. All right. So what do you think about, uh, let me see, enjoyment. I enjoyed it. But I, as, as, a, as a movie in which it's supposed to start this whole franchise, uh, establishes its character in one way. I hope that they keep going forward, but just rating the movie on its own, which that's what we should do. It was average. So out of 10, we we'll have to give it a five. For which rating are you giving it right now? Enjoyment. Enjoyment? Engagement. I mean, it was good. I liked it, but I mean, it was pretty average to me. I, yeah, what, did I, what did I give it? Seven? Seven, yeah. You know, I mean, it was really good. It, it was one of the best of the Superman movies, but I mean, I had more fun with all-star Superman and uh, red sun. And I had more fun with, um, what was that other? Oh shit. What was that Superman movie? Not red sun, but it was the brainiac one. So that was pretty cool. I'd rather watch that. Oh, the return of Superman. No, it was a brainiac one. It was a, there was one where, Oh yeah. 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 yeah brainiac. I forgot what the fucking name it was, but it was pretty good. You know, and I'd watch that again over this movie. And I, I, I did like, I did like the eyes, the emotions, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough. It was enough. Just, yeah. Yeah. For me, the animation only really popped when they were fighting. 
Um, the rest of the time, it just looked really flat. It looked like Archer. It was a cool. It was a cool. Um, like if they had Justice League Unlimited, or one of those old nineties cartoons. The art design was good. The 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 character designs were good, but the animation was not. Mm-hmm. The 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 movement when it wasn't an action scene. When it was an action scene, all good to go. Rewatch rewatchability. Six. I'm not in a hurry to watch it again, but I will. I'd watch it again at the end of this when they go and reset the world. Chances are they'll do it with Dr. Manhattan. I think they'll go either they'll go uh, DC Metal Knights or Dr. Manhattan. I don't know which direction they're going to go to end this this run. How how long was the run with um, this last? Like 10 years, man. Did it? Okay, so when did it start? Flashpoint to this? It was 10 years? Yeah, when was Flashpoint start than this? And I think I, maybe a little bit before Flashpoint too. No, it was Flashpoint. No? No, it was Flashpoint and then oh, all this. And then it ended. So fucking 10 years? You're fucking right, dude. Because I remember watching Flashpoint like 10 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And I remember after that, I was like, ugh, I don't like this universe. And then, like right now, it ushers in a good universe. So I'll probably watch this movie again. So you say six? I'm going to go with you on six. That's It's good enough for another rewatch. So, yeah, especially if they put things in there for later yeah. that maybe we didn't notice. I don't, I want that, but I don't think they're thinking in that way. It just feels like they're not, but I hope they do. We'll know from the next movie that comes out. It'll probably be a Batman movie, hopefully, or another Superman movie. Who I'd rather see a Wonder Woman movie. I know, right? Why, why not go for the what's good? Right? And because they did talk about Batman in this one. Dude. Ian, you ha- I'm not gonna spoil, but if you watched, uh, if you read American Alien, whew, good stuff. Batman, yeah. and the, it, it's really good. It's on my coffee table, man. I'll look in the movie. Yo, you need to get to it. Give me a second. Seven, four, seven, six, six. Bye, bye. One, two, three, four, four. No, five. Stupid. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. I fucked this all up here. Give me a second. Seven plus four plus seven plus six plus six equals. Okay, divide by five. Six. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you rated this a six. Your, your main score is a six after you average everything. That doesn't sound... Oh, yeah, because I lowered it to a four. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. That four really brought it down. Five plus three. I'm doing mine. Six plus six plus six. Oh, wait. I'm going to divide by equals and divide by five. five. Ooh. I got it at 5.2. But I, I lowered a lot of scores. Yeesh. We didn't really great this. I really fucking thought we'd go higher. <laughs> I did because I did enjoy the movie, but then when talking about it and rating it, I'm like, eh. I enjoyed it too. Um, I have to get into the the extra features, which reminds me when you were talking about the volume, they're gonna use the volume in the, the new Thor movie. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. I think they should use that for all the movies. Well, I don't think they should use it for all of them, but I think they can use it for a lot of them, right? Um, because there are some 
panning scenes where you kind of want to see the ground. If you if you go back and watch The Mandalorian, you start to see. Because I watched some of it after that, I was like, oh, really? Shit, I hope I hadn't known about the volume because they they cheat in a lot of their scenes by not a- ever aiming the camera at the floor because there's no volume for the floor. I didn't even know. I need to watch Mandalorian again. You know what? I watched it again, but I was drinking. So uh, when I watched that first episode, I really enjoyed how it looked. And I have to say, if you make that the golden standard for making a movie, as opposed to a set design, I'm with that. Yes, you're right. They do. They should make some scenes on location, but most times when you do see a set design. Like, that's in a movie, that's way better than any set design. Oh, yeah. 90% of the movie should be in the volume. I wouldn't, I don't know if it, if the percent should be that high. The fuck out of here. Like, there's not like you're always doing overarching themes. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying on the opposite end either. I don't know about 90%. I'd be probably closer to like 70. 70? Yeah. Like, like, think about like your whole like wide span scenes. It's not that much. Uh, movie. Like that's a lot of movie if it's like this shot from this like angle. Go, go watch Tenet and then try to put Tenet in the volume well, work. I wish you had said that you could have used a fucking example of something I've seen but okay, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Inception okay try to do Inception in the volume see you okay you know what? Okay. What, what, oh, but Inception, you don't really need to do it in the volume because it's all it's all real shit, anyways. Took away everything. Well, no, I'm just saying. You know, when the fucking city laps over, that's all CG. It doesn't matter if it's in the volume or not. Right. And like, there's not that many big scenes. Well, like, suck Man of Steel. The volume really helps because it gives you the real lighting. Yeah, I agree. But so, so up, close-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far away. What we're talking, what we're talking about here, are far away shots. It's the only thing the volume can't mimic. And right. the, you're talking far away shots. You're talking maybe maybe real life shows. But but I but I think they're gonna be doing a lot more volume because Tenant costs over two hundred million dollars to make, and it looks like it's not gonna make it back. Well, because of the um, COVID. because of because uh, yeah, there one a lot of movies are gonna go streaming. So they're starting to wonder, you know, do we do we need a? Sorry, just say it. it's COVID. If yeah, it's COVID. Three hundred was it? How much money really these movies make on the opening day? Like three hundred million. There ain't people going to these movies, and when they do go to the movies, they ain't buying popcorn because that's where the movies get their money. Yeah. <sighs> I miss those days, dude. I wanted to watch the uh, uh, Tenet. There ain't no movie theaters close by me. No, no, not one. And then if I uh, and like because I work every day except for today, they're far. I could have driven today. I could I, see. Okay, wait, wait. Go through the rating points. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna give my score. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Story. Eight, and it keeps going up every time I research it because well. You should have fucking said rewatch is the double score. What do you give it? Fucking. I would. Give I, it. I wanted to watch it the next day. Okay, that's a ten. I, I would give it a, a yeah. I fucking give it a ten. Because like nine is like it's that good but not perfect. Ten is perfect. 
You giving a perfect? I'm gonna watch the shit out of that movie when it comes out. <laughs> because Inception, not Inception, not Inception, uh, Interstellar. I'll keep rewatching it, and maybe that's just an emotional thing. I don't know, but I feel like there's more to it. You know, the yeah, human- it, it it has the rewatchability of Interstellar and Inception, and Dark Knight. Okay, <laughs> you're just naming all the hots. Fucking twist for all right, all right, all right. Score. Because <laughs> you put score and sound in the same one, right? On Zimmer in there? No, he's not. So that would it. Make- no, no, no. But the music is tight, dude. Oh man, I love the music. There's a scene at the beginning when the music starts. I'm pumped. Okay. And and so, but but there's this legit critique about the sound design, and it's not just like when there's loud things happening in the background. Even when characters are talking to each other. It feels like they 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 up the bass too much, and everybody's talking like Bane, even if they're not wearing anything on their face. That aggravates me. So that's not a tech- yeah, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. And then I think it was made worse too, because the theater was at like twenty percent, right? It was technically full, but every other row was empty. So like every other row was blacked out. Yeah, so the rows are like this, and then. I had two seats, and then the two seats over here are empty. The two seats over here are empty. So it's like half of half of the rows. So about twenty to twenty-five percent of the rows are or the, of the theaters filled. So I'm thinking that there's a lot more bass bouncing around in a in a in a quarter-filled theater, and that that maybe affected that that reverb more than what they intended. They intended for bodies to be soaking up that low end, and for the high ends to be coming at you, right? That's but, a, that's so inquisitive how you did that because it makes sense right because it's not like they're thinking people they're thinking this is what we've been doing all this time this works so we're doing it there and i think he turned it to 11 yeah and and it's just it's exaggerated in a big old booming theater that's empty and it's not there aren't bodies squishy bodies in there soaking it up hmm. and so uh but yeah so oh home version better than I'd, I'd give it a six for the sound man oh sh- over and the score is there too the score is a big part so you're saying score is good dude i like the score i was in it man uh from the beginning to end and i've been listening to the single that came out for that too from uh travis scott mm. and um uh, don't listen to it okay i have it i have stayed black out yeah don't listen to it because when i listen to it it takes me back to the movie uh you know okay. by uh, by by hearing not so much what he's saying but just the the music and the timing and the beat because it's you know who did the music the guy who did the mandalorian get the fuck out no the swedish guy Gorenson, going Goringing. it's like some german yeah it's long too it's so good oh yeah he did really really good dude. we found was, it and saved because i'm listening to it i'm like is this zimmer I go, man, he really changed. It sounds fucking shit hot. But <laughs> it come out and it's not him. Oh, man. Oh, man. And uh, they do some cool things with the sound, uh, music-wise. It's because uh, I'm knocking the sound for the voices, but everything else sounded awesome. Everything else sounded fucking amazing. It's just, uh, yeah. And okay, last one was um, enjoyment. Of course, 10. I said 10? Nine, nine, just because of the fucking sound. Christopher Nolan, yeah, it's a good one. Christopher Nolan cannot miss, dude. He makes good shit, dude. Even the movies that I don't like, it's still good. 
Well, and then coming out of it, there's there's like fan theories and stuff that you watch it and you're just like, holy shit, this is way too good to just be a fan theory because there's stuff in there. It's almost like when you find shit and the director hasn't put it out there yet. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, but is Nolan that guy? Because what he does, he doesn't care about the He does not care about the fan. That's what makes it so good. He cares about the art. Yes. Well, so so think of the end of Inception when uh, you see the top spinning. Yeah. And then he cuts away before the end of the, the top spinning, right? Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the one that ended up saying it afterwards after somebody said it and then he kind of confirmed it. It wasn't, it wasn't important anymore to know whether or not he was in reality or a dream. Shit, he I, was where he wanted to be. The fuck out of here. I thought you made that up because you told me that and I believed you. I didn't hear him say that. I thought you came up with that because I I haven't heard him say that. I don't know. I thought I don't. I don't think I came up with that. The fuck, man. Well, fuck. I really didn't. I never heard him say that. I did hear that this that in regards to that movie is that who who's Alfred? I forgot his fucking name. Um. Um, Yeah, he's he's the he's his father-in-law, Michael Caine. So the father-in-law. Mike, oh, Michael Caine is he gets a script and he goes, What's my direction here at the, at that scene? He goes, I mean, I'm not trying to uh, I'm not trying to understand the, the plot details, but how do you want me to play it? Do you want me to play it as if we're in the dream? Because I'm different in the dream than I am in the reality. So am I what what am what character am I because that's what he was trying to go at. And and and, 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 and Michael Caine isn't like a movie goer he's a movie doer so an actor talking to a director he goes what's my direction am i dream michael kane or am i or am i real michael kane and he goes in the scenes that you're in you are real yeah he's never in a dream so when you see the spinning top and you see michael kane in it you're in the real world exactly but, but see, but the cut right before is is supposed to throw you off. Like, oh shit, is he it, in a dream? Is he not in a dream? No, but what makes the message mute? That's why I'm thinking. Like, I thought you came up with that. Is because if 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 that's the on the table, this is not a dream, and it doesn't really matter. Then why have that scene? Well, because Cobb walks away. He doesn't wait to watch it. That doesn't he matter. decides to walk away from it as it's spinning. So it's not important to him anymore whether or not he's in a dream. He but they, walks away from it. But the answer is they're not in a dream. That's what it should be, yeah. But that's not the point of that scene. Man, dude. Cobb walking away. <laughs> in all the world, I want you to be the one who came up with that because, like, that's my memory of that movie is when I'm seeing that, I re- I'm having a conversation with you and you're the one who's articulating to me that. So, it, yeah, hey, if you got the info, you got the info. But it's it, been a long time, dude. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure I, I like. I don't give a got shit. Got it from somebody. Literally, when I watch the movie with my kid, I tell, I tell the kid a thing, and I'm like, see, ever how he watched the movie. He watched the movie like this, and I fucking lay it out, and it's like, you know, it's like you have a legend. I'm just saying, this <laughs> shouldn't have fucking, shouldn't have never said that. You know well, what? Tenet. Tenet kind of starts to have those layers to it it doesn't have a good twist ending it doesn't have a big reveal 
estimate within two weeks I'll have watched that movie. Right now, I can watch that movie in a way that I don't want. No, I don't do that. But uh, I'm just saying in two weeks, I'll probably be able to watch that movie. This is, um, you know what? Let's, let's, let's turn this subject around. So what was my score? What's the score that I gave it? <laughs> oh. I know you got to do the math. <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> well, you were writing them down. What was it? I was like, oh, okay. I thought you wanted me to say it, and then you tell me. I didn't think we'd actually. All right. Enjoyment level. What is it? It was a 10. I was there. I was present. I was enjoying. Oh, no, nine, I said, because I was frustrated at the sound sometimes. Uh, you gave six the score. Six no. The score. The story, you gave it a nine or 10? Nine. Nine. And then you gave it for rewatchability. 10, because I'm for sure. Fun. I want to watch it the next day. This is the highest rating movie. I wanted to talk to you about it the next day. That's how I feel. I, I got home. And I started watching YouTube videos about it that night because I wanted to, I wanted to see other people's takes on it too and see. You know what's sad? I do that with any movie I watch. I need to see someone's take on it. Nine plus six plus nine plus ten plus ten. Let's divide by five. Eight point eight. That that score brought it way down. The, the sound i'm telling you dude there was sometimes i was frustrated i was like this is fucking stupid they're out there they're talking they're giving exposition and you can't understand what the fuck they're saying you don't understand why they're going from one place to another you don't understand why this thing is important you don't understand the 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 power plays that people are playing on each other and it's just like you know what though think about the uh with the dark Knight rises if if what's his name if they had kept bane's voice the same way you would then rewatch it to hear that raspy voice i didn't mind the fixes right because they did fix it for the release of course they did he redid everything yeah um yeah you're right but this is not in this but this one dude this one because they're they're explaining some some heavy shit so we, it's like when it's like an inception when they're talking about dreams and how dreams work. Imagine yeah. if you didn't understand any of that. You didn't hear what they were saying. <laughs> okay, no, you, you 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 beat me. You're right. You're everything you're saying is right. That's you're right. The fuck? it's exposition. It's for it's there for a reason. It's there. It's exposition. Yeah, you need to hear the exposition. And, and and I I get feeling your way through a movie, and somebody else pointed it out, and and I was like, yeah, duh, Dunkirk. You don't need to hear what they're saying. you're running away from bombs yeah got it movie on mute and understand the same movie right uh tenant (laughs) you need the exposition especially when you're doing heavy concepts yeah it's a fun it's a fun movie to go in watch and then uh kind of taste and and then then notch of course all right all right let's just change topics do you have to pee you have to take a pee break good all right so i had this thought in my head and i was like hmm and i talk about this often with matrix and everything but it's the nature of reality and it's not so much as like is it real or not but it's the thought process of there's what you think about and there's what people think about it so you being you i'm a teacher i do this this and that and then people think that's a piece of shit now, the question I pose to you, does it matter? Does what matter? Does it matter 
what you think about yourself versus what people think about you? Um, I think, I think as humans, we've kind of evolved this social aspect, right? Where it is important what other people think about us because we, we need to be part of that village. We need to be part of that tribe in order to survive. Okay. But part of us acclimates, just genetically predisposed to want to acclimate to whatever that group's norms are. The problem is a tribe was usually limited to about 20 people. Now it's the whole fucking planet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But, but now more than ever, you need to figure out what you want, what makes you happy because there's so many influences out there. And that now you don't need to be part of a tribe as much to be able to be successful. So do, should you then not care about what other people think? No, there, that, that, that becomes important because that's where empathy comes from, right? Okay. You're able to put yourself in other people's situations and think, what are their values? And am I violating those values? Uh, there's this thing, um, the, the haka, right? Yeah. You just offended a whole fucking bunch of people and you're a piece of shit for doing it. Exactly. So it, it's, it, that's one of those things where uh, there's one, it, it happened back in April. A group of nurses decided to do a haka. While um, COVID's going on? Uh, it was about COVID though. Yeah. It was kind of like a rally. Hey, you know what? We're going to fight COVID. We're going to do this together. We're going to beat it. And they got called out on it because they decided to use the haka. And so they, they deleted their video and they apologized for it. And then but <laughs> my problem with that was uh, one of the Maui professors that, that kind of defends the haka said that that's not what the haka is about. The haka is not about being angry. It's about unity and a common goal and reflecting our values. And I was like, that's exactly what they did. But the, they didn't like that they were using their thing, right? Yeah. And so I, I didn't disagree with what the nurses did. But then again, I'm not Maori. So I don't fully feel what that means to them. And so that's what it means to, to think, okay, what do they think about what I'm doing? Am I, am I treading on something that is important to them? So what's the reality here? And the reality is they're trying to do a noble thing. That they're nurses. Let's go nurses. Right. So they are nurses. The nurses are trying to do this unity thing, and they're trying to demonstrate their unity, fighting an opposing threat that's almost you can't defeat. And that's the message. And then the other people, the the reality of the of the, the other people, are like nah. You're not mountain. You can't use that. Now, in the example that you first put up, I'm a teacher, and then somebody else says, well, that's a piece of shit job, or that's not as important as my job, or something like that. I didn't say that, but let's go with it. I know, I know, but there's people that think that. Um, That's that's one where it's not important to me what they think, because obviously their value system is not the same as my value system, their value system and their and theirs it's okay to judge people by what they do for for a living so and to assign a value to to that work um let me let me give you a quick example um okay. one of the teachers at my school 
She came from a big old hoity-toity family out in the, the, the middle of the country. And uh, her, her siblings are like doctors and lawyers and shit. They're who's who. One of them works in Washington and goes all over the world representing the, the government. And she's a teacher. And so she's like the black sheep of the family because she decided to go into teaching instead of doing all these other great things. And that's one where I had a conversation with her where it was like, you can't worry about what they think. Do you feel at the end of the day, do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel whole having done what you did with the people that you got to do it with? She said, yeah. What do you think about that? I don't think people should be judging other people by what making by what makes them feel whole so long as they're not doing something to violate somebody else's rights to you know the uh, life liberty and the pursuit of happiness right so what's a reality if somebody, if somebody feels good mopping floors they should feel good mopping floors you know i shouldn't be like they fucking mop floors for a living what the fuck that's a shitty ass job oh if, if, well if, oh well well if you think being a slave is good the reality of that from my perspective, is bad. But from your point of view, if you're a slave and you think that's good, that's good. Uh, well, a slave, somebody that's somebody that's being deprived of their life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness, right? By definition, they don't have a choice. Well, there is and there isn't. Let's say you, you came up with the concept of even if you had a choice, you would have chose this anyway. So let's just not call it a slave at all because there's people right now making cell phones and they're choosing to do that, but they're in these towers where they can't leave and they have nets to catch them when they want to kill themselves because life is too bad. So are they slaves? I don't know. They hate life enough to want to kill themselves so much so that the company that owns them creates these nets around the building to catch them <laughs> to get them back to go to work. So, but they chose that lifestyle. So, I mean, if you choose... I don't know that they chose that lifestyle. I think sometimes when people take those jobs that they don't want to do, it's out of necessity, right? And obviously... True that. We're in the U.S. and we, we kind of have this upward mobility, right? We do, have, we do have the ability to move up out of our situations. Oh, yeah it's harder for some than for others, right? Some people, they're, fucking, they're, they're born on third base. They, they, they don't got to do much. But that's an existence that's relative in the sense that you don't want to do what you want to do, but you have to do it because, you know, the alternative is no good in your head. So, and, and most of us are in that situation. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I, I, the reality is, if I perceive you to be a slave and you do not see that, then is that a, what is reality in that case? And then I'm asking you point blank, what is reality? Are you a slave or are you not? If you are actually a slave and I see it, but you don't, so what is, what is the reality there? Okay, well then what's truly a free person? That's true. What is that? What, what does that look like? Because Let's go I mean, you, you, Let's go. Kind of, you kind of painted Donald Trump into a, a, a position of a slave as well. He's kind of a slave to all the people around him that are giving him information. Yeah. And, and, and this, this whole political machine, you know, around him too. Okay. So he's, we're all kind of a slave to something. Yeah. There's going to be degrees of that though. We have literal slavery where I'm taking a human being and I'm 
I'm forcibly not letting them go and pursue other options that, you know, I have or that somebody in another country has, you yeah. know, just by virtue of being in another country. Let me hammer this out. Your ideology of a slave is a person who has no choice. But if given the choice, they want to choose that life, that's okay. They're not a slave. So the slave really is just, it's not what you do it's if you chose it. Of available options. Okay. What do you mean? Because you know, we, have, we have options, right? So yeah. Degrees. We're from now, bottom to top. A billionaire probably looks at us as slaves because they don't have to work, right? Shit. We, we, if we don't work, if we don't work, we fucking die, you know, or we'll be homeless on the street. We're kind, of, we're kind of slaves to this economic system, but a billionaire or even a millionaire, they don't really have to work as much as we do. They don't have to prep themselves as much as we do. And they probably look at us and say, I would not want to live that fucking life. Exactly. You can say they're slaves up and down the spectrum. But what I'm getting at is the nature of reality. The reality is, I mean, like... Well, then it, then it becomes relative. It is relative. But from our perspective, you can't take days off in the way that, say, a billionaire could. Because a billionaire could take a whole year off, right? Because he he's a billionaire. Take the rest of his life off. It, you, but you can't take a year off. Now, relatively speaking, below us, there are people who can't take any days off, you right. know? Even if they're, they, they're doing jobs that they don't want to do. Exactly. So the reality versus what people think is reality. What is that? What is, what is that? So are you a slave right now? And that, is that a thing that's in your mind versus the people that are around you? And I can apply this to anything. This goes back to inception, dude. Okay. When Cobb walks away from that top, mm -hmm. that's the reality that he's accepted. It doesn't matter anymore. He doesn't want to question anymore. He's saying, this is my reality. This is what I'm going to go with. And I think we have to settle on a reality for ourselves. Otherwise, we fucking go crazy, right? That's true. Just like, and, and, and Kanye was stupid for saying this. Slavery was not a choice. But God damn it, it was a reality that they had to accept. Otherwise, they would have gone out of their fucking minds thinking that as a human being, we have all these other choices, you know, that we should have. Okay. But we can't. This but, is our reality. This is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be. You don't choose that. You become a slave to that reality. Because to think outside of it, you go fucking nuts. Okay. So it's a coping mechanism, being a slave. So when I say that you are a teacher, right? And I say something to the effect of like, you're useless. Now, you know your value, right? And if everybody, even the kids you're teaching, think you're useless, what, what is the reality there? Is it that you keep doing it, even though you know that they don't care? Or, and I, I am making it black and white. Just, yeah. just easy, because obviously. I'm I, trying to stay away from nuance. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to take it black and white. So that's where we're at, because nuance is different. You know, it changes yeah, yeah. the argument. But say you're teaching kids and they don't care, do you still do it? The reality, what is the reality? You know you're doing a good job, but does it matter if they don't care? I think about this stuff. If I know, it's because it's almost, I'm trying to stay away from nuance. I know. It's almost like pre presumptuous for me to say 
you know, I know better than everybody else around me. Okay. My natural thing is, fuck, if everybody thinks I'm useless, there's got to be something that I'm doing wrong for them to perceive it this way. I've actually had this conversation at my school uh, for this past week because there's this, there's this view that the teachers have, a reality that the teachers have of the front office. But since I'm working with both, I'm seeing the front office is busting their ass to try and understand what the teachers need on the ground. And the teachers on the ground feel like the people at the front office don't know what they're really going through. And, and so I kind of shared with the front office, hey, this is the perception right now. You guys need to do something to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear because you. Perception becomes reality. It, it's true, right? But is, okay, then that's what we're talking about here is like, is perception. I would keep doing what I, what I think is right. Because usually what I think is right is the right thing. Um, I've had kids, you know, that didn't seem to value the work I was doing. But I said, you know what? At the end of the day, they're not going to get to say that nobody tried to reach out to them. I'm going to keep trying to reach out to them. But if they do not remember you, then what was it for? They don't need to remember me. I always thought to myself, but they do. I hear you. I hear you. Eh, fast forward 20 years. But that's me though. Those other teachers, they'll never remember. What I, you're different. You're actually going to be remembered. I'm not going to lie. That's just a real thing. Anybody oh. you ever talk to, think about it. Anyone you've ever talked to say, Hey, remember that one teacher? And then they will give you a story about a teacher. You are in those anodes of history you know like you will be by by statistics by statistics number one yeah you're you're eventually going to be that person as opposed to burger king guy like you're not going to be that guy right i remember that one burger king guy statistically a teacher will be that person who i remember that teacher however let me throw this at you Where, where, where i came up with this is this i'm doing covid testing right Easy fucking thing, time consuming. And we we got these people, so we got this lab. And there's there's one white lady, and all she does is complain about doing the test. Now let me tell you how this test is: grab head, Q-tip, and nose come out. That's it. That's it. You can do that all day, every day, right? This is time consuming. Does paperwork, whatever. Well, not that hard. I could teach a monkey to do it. This lady complains about her job. Whatever. But she's cool with this one front office lady. And so you extrapolate that. This is an easy job. It's not really a job. She's a hard worker. She gets after. Then they had this black girl. I'm in Michigan. Just saying. Anyways, so I get this black girl, right? She's doing the, uh, the te- she's new, like the other lady. She does the COVID testing. It's like, uh, she doesn't know where things are at, just like the, the white lady. And, um, then it's a thing where people are coming at me, right? She doesn't know what she's doing. This and this and that. And she, she's so lazy, you know? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, when she's not testing, she's just sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? Meanwhile, the, late, the white lady who was doing it was just sitting there on the phone. They, I, there's nothing to do for that person if they're not testing COVID, you know? Like, so they get 15 people at once, and then there's nothing for an hour, 15, so on and so forth. So I was like, what do you want her to do? Uh, 
when there's no testing, they're like, well, she's just not doing anything. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And um, they're like, one lady came at me and said, uh, like a nurse uh, practitioner, she goes, well, she doesn't know how to um, swab people in the throat. I'm like, okay, that's not hard. You get a Q-tip and you put it in someone's throat. I can teach a monkey to do that. He goes, yeah, but she wasn't trained. I'm like, she works at a cancer clinic because I talked to her. I was like, she works at a cancer clinic. What the fuck? I mean, she's an MA. She just never done the swabbing of the throat, which isn't a thing to be. That's not a. That, that's not like rocket science. You know what I mean? Like you're taking one part of the job and trying to make it complicated. So in the end, they call their boss and they get this lady in trouble because she's so lazy and she's not doing enough. And I'm like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what's the reality here? You know, I mean, she's, she's doing the job. And if she doesn't know how to do the job, which isn't that complicated, you could teach her. So why are we calling her lazy? And then meanwhile, home, homegirl here is going to be lazy. And because she's, I'm not going to say it's a racism thing, but I mean, she's white and people are cool with her and she's cool with them and she can get on her cell phone and look at TikTok, which is like the new Facebook. I just, I, I don't understand reality in the sense that that girl, when I talk to her, she thinks she's doing something, which she is. And the other chick too, the white girl's doing something too. But the people around aren't seeing the same reality. I don't give a fuck. They could all burn for all I care. But I, I see what I see. And I, I it's, mean, it's like in our politics, man. Um, depending on what side you're on, there's a reality. that This country is not all mostly Trump. It's not all mostly against Trump. It's pretty much split. For all intents and purposes, it's split mm -hmm. along these ideologies. And and so I, I, my reality thinks one way, but I also try to think when I saw that picture uh, uh, of, of these people and they're angry and they're yelling, I'm like, they're really believing what, what, what they're saying. Of what am I not, what am I not getting? What am I, what am I missing? What information do I not have? What experience do I not have that shows me to empathize with this side? Cause I, I don't, I can't think any rational person like and i've said it before i don't mind if you're a republican but i don't know how to support this man as president obviously can't pin all the the, the plane blah, blah 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 but i think i think it's been proven this is not the guy to make the command decisions maybe in a business setting because he only needs to look out for number one and because he can rely on the u.s government to bail him out through chapter 11 but as president of a country, I, I don't think that same, those same tactics work. Right. I so, so, so there's that, there's that disconnect between my reality and their reality. And there's also a disconnect the other way around, you know, and I hope that they're on their side looking over here on, 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 on this other side, trying to think, what am I not getting there either? And that's, that's thinking objectively. That's thinking objectively. Now, when people don't think objectively, it's usually because they don't want to. They don't want to recognize their own faults. It's why people talk shit about other people's kids when their own kids are fucking up. And I know you've heard this shit before. Of course. People like gripe about other people's kids. Oh, their fucking kids are this, this, this. They're pieces of shit. They don't want to recognize what's going on in their own household. And they would rather just 
create the reality somewhere else. Yeah. They, so they, it's like, like, sorry, go ahead. Sounds like, it sounds like um, you're, in, you're saying what I'm saying, like as in the sense that uh, if you don't clean your room, you're talking about other people's dirty houses. Yes. You're, you're like, I have trash everywhere. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get clean your trash. Meanwhile, you're trash in my fucking room. That kind of bullshit. And um, my, my, my thoughts are is this, though. Now, I, I agree. That's how people think. And that's the way it is. But should this black lady give a fuck? Because as she's not giving a fuck, they're talking shit about her. And she will probably get fired. Well, okay, so when you say not give a fuck, it's like, do I let it affect me? No. Because, I mean, you can just do your job. Do wait, wait. So, so, okay, so there's, there's two not giving a fucks. Not giving a fuck is, the one is, I don't give a fuck. And then you become passive. Another not give a fuck is, okay, I'm not going to let this affect me. I'm not going to feel bad or be down on myself about it. But I am going to do something to change that that perception especially since it's in the fucking workplace and because it can affect your position there now if it's somebody on the fucking street that thinks that being a teacher ain't ain't shit i don't give a shit they're not part of my circle i'm not probably never going to see them again you know i don't really care now if they're a parent of one of my students then i then i need to think okay well why why do they think that was it a bad experience that they had with another with another teacher before because I don't want that negative relationship, that negative reality, that, that negative perception to poison this new relationship that I'm trying to forge here and now. So I guess it depends on where the circle is and what kind of I don't give a shit you're talking about. Is it I'm going to start getting depressed like, oh, they think I'm a bad, you know, that I wasted my life because I'm a teacher. Or is it, fuck, they think I wasted my life because I'm a teacher. I'm going to show them how important teachers are. So when I say that, then will you change your curriculum because people think that you aren't teaching people? Well, I mean, teaching is a tool of society, right? This is, this is you know, we're, instead of having the, the one wise old man, uh, was it Uyghurs? I don't remember what they're called. I'm probably using the wrong fucking word. I don't know. Instead of having the one wise old man that knows all the stories and, you know, carries on the oral tradition, no, you have the teachers, right? Yeah. But that, that one old man reflects the values and the history and, 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 and the, the identity of the tribe. So if, if society is saying, okay, well, this is our identity now, you know, this, this is what we want you to teach, then that's what we should be teaching. So um, you're telling me if the societal norms is saying that you got to teach that black people are inferior, would you do it? Because, okay – I'm not saying well, that goes against my personal beliefs, right? Okay. And, 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 you know, you're swinging way in another direction. I'd probably leave the country if the country felt that that, if the country mandated for me to teach that, I'd be like, that's wrong. I've got to go somewhere. There was countless people in the fifties that thought that's the normal way of uh, teaching. Don't go that far. Don't go that far. Stay closer to, to something that's actually going on right now. Uh, the South, the Civil War, and the importance of, of Civil War figures. Okay, 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 okay. You know, that's, um, that's something that is part of a cultural identity across the South. Okay, okay. But that doesn't match up with, with reality because a lot of these people are idolized and are celebrated despite the fact that they wanted to 
end the union and preserve slavery. So should those points be taught? Yes. Should the country as a whole come together and talk about this and decide whether or not it should be the standards? Yes. That should be a discussion. So um, you can't, say you're in Kentucky and they're saying, I don't know, um, like you got to keep these flags going or these Confederate flags going. What do you, are you going to be like, the reality of you being there is, hey, I got to support this doctrine I don't believe in. Well, I'm not in Kentucky, right? Yeah. And uh, California, it's pretty easy to make that discussion. But I'm just saying. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, you know, if I had grown up in Kentucky, I'd probably have different feelings about it. Hmm. You know, I would want people to be objective about it. And I wouldn't want them demonizing me for wanting to keep those flags because maybe I don't see it as a sign of the of slavery. Maybe I was brought up thinking that that's a sign of the South. Hmm. You know, but uh, here we're actually having a different debate at, at the schools right now. Um, whether or not to come back, whether or not to force teachers to come back. What if what if they say, okay, we're opening up again? Um, should a teacher face disciplinary, you know? Uh, uh, um, reactions if they decide not to come back uh my feeling was if california opens up and our district decides to come back i'll come back but i would not force another teacher to come back until we have a vaccine that's widely available and that works which could be a year and a half right yeah um not according to the russians they already have one yeah whatever on that 12 people tested it fucking works obviously okay that's that's a reality that they're trying to project right yeah <laughs> like like here's the thing though like i hear what you're saying but you're saying that okay so society's like teachers come back ain't got no vaccine but you know man if we had that vaccine that'd be a lot easier mm. what's the reality there well that's also why we have checks and balances right we have the teachers union that can oppose it uh legally you could have scabs that come and you know across the picket lines and work, you know, as as subs. And there's more scabs. Um, and then it's going to ultimately come down to probably the voters. And then that's where society will get to pick. Okay. Different you know, sides, they'll get to they'll hear the arguments and then they'll make the decision. Well, um, so so, the, Trump being elected was this perception that, you know. Uh, Politicians, and it, I, I think it was a pretty accurate perception. Um, the whole political system and bureaucracy had kind of been geared towards keeping the people in power in power, right or left. Uh, and so I, I understood when people wanted to vote for Trump to upset that, that system, you know, to try and break it up and get back to the point where anybody could be president. Yeah. Not just. People with the last name Bush, people with the last name uh, uh, Clinton. True that. Um, I didn't like that feeling of it was already preordained that Clinton was going to be president. Okay. I didn't like that feeling. Um, but I didn't want Trump to be president more, right? Okay. Um, but that was the perception. That was the reality that a lot of people were, were fighting against in a vote for Trump. Um, I wish we'd have had somebody else. So the reality of, say, just you, the individual, 
you think that you did good and say you died. You did good your whole life, right? As, as far as you know. And hope, then yeah. at the end of your life, when you die, everyone around you was like, that guy was a piece of shit. So the reality, and for all time, you're dead. You don't have any say. For all time, the reality is with the people who shape the reality then say that you suck and you're a piece of shit. So what is that then? Who is the true person? Is it you who thought your life was good? Or is it the people who dictate the history of what you were? Uh, hang on, hang on. Let me look up something real quick here. I'm oh. trying to remember. Oh, shit. Okay. We're looking up some shit. Really quick. <laughs> I've looked up several. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay, um, Giordano Bruno. <sighs> okay. Uh, he was an astronomer. Okay. One of the earliest guys to say, and this is, I mean, this is, I haven't talked about him in years, right? Okay. One of the first guys to say, hey, I think, I, I, I think that uh, Earth is not the center of the universe, that we go around the sun. And, um, you know, everything else is kind of like going around everything else. That was blasphemy. Everybody thought he was evil for, for trying to say this. Everybody thought he was against God and he was a devil. Um, I want to say he was burned at the stake. Um, execution by burning. Yeah. Um, for his belief. So at the time, everybody thought he was a piece of shit and he deserved to die by burning at the fucking stake. Right. I think that's an example where he kind of stuck to his guns and his morals and his and his uh and his values in in kind of sticking with what he felt. He couldn't prove it, but what he felt was right. Ultimately, the truth won out, and he was recognized as as you know one of the first to to know what we know today. And it turns out that all the people that burned him at the stake were wrong. Yeah. Um. But it, at the same time, it's hard. It's hard to say that they were evil, because they were indoctrinated into the system that said that the church is the truth and the way, and if you go against it, you're from the devil. You're talking about an outlier. I'm talking about an ordinary individual. You, you, your description was an ordinary individual that does something that everybody else around them thinks that they're wrong. Giordano Bruno was an ordinary individual. He was just some dude that had some, this fucking vision. He's, he wasn't a big time. He didn't. He wasn't a big time dude. He wasn't a, a, a celebrity or anything. You're Google searching him. I'm talking about Bob. Bob. Bob Richardson's. This was Bob Richardson of back in the day. What I'm saying is okay. he but, had but, thoughts, normal, normal life, thought he was a hard worker at the hammering and drill emporium. Okay. He dies, and everyone's like, I've heard he fucking raped 10 kids. He didn't, by the way, in the saying. And that's the story. A thousand years from now, his ancestors like, I fucking thought he raped a bunch of kids. So that's that's no no nuance black and white that's it for for all time to the end of time okay he didn't do shit it just so happens to be one asshole who spread that rumor and all his life he's devoted to you know I don't know donating bl to blind kids what the fuck ever what's reality there the the actual reality which you and I know because I just made this fucking guy up. 
but the reality for all time, what people think of him. What is the reality? In the sense, I mean, I just, I just laid it out for you. I'm not going to repeat myself. I think, I think you're putting humanity on a higher level than, um, than we probably deserve to be because you're, you're talking about time. Okay. And the amount of time that we're here relative to the scope of the universe is like that. Exactly. Um, it's almost not even in, that important. Okay. So there, that's where it's at. That's where we're at. So in that unimportant time, in that blink, you have two realities. One, the person. One, the people. What's real? Because the people... Depends on, if you're, depends on whether you're the person or the people. Okay, so it just depends on the person, right? Well, okay. because like, you ever heard of uh, you know, people who think they're part of their own movie? So if I, okay, so I kill you right now, you're dead. And for all time, you're a child molester. Before that point, before I kill you, I ask you, hey, look, I'm going to let you go. But everything you do doesn't matter. When you die, you're a child molester. What do you do with that answer? What do you do? You know your reality. When you die, that's it. That's the way it's going to be. Do you not care? Do you try to change the fate? What do you do? I think you try to change it, no? Well, how can you? If like, it doesn't even, I'm talking about you right now. It doesn't even make sense. It's like, it's just a stupid thing to even say that. But to say, boom, you die. You're a child molester. You're like, what the fuck? What could I have done to illustrate that's not a thing? You can't. Well, that, that's, that's where you start to try and make the change, right? You figure out what did you do? And how can you, uh, you know, undo it to, to but you don't get rid know. of that perception? But you don't know that, though. You don't know the answer to that. What I'm saying is, I knew a guy who years was considered a racist. Everybody fucking hated him. He dies. And all I hear is only the good stories. So I thought to myself, this, this perplexed me in a way. I was like, well, what the fuck? You know, for years, this guy's a racist, and then he dies, and he's a great guy. You know, I mean, like, what's the point in being good then? If if anyone's going to always think that you're like a great human being when you die. Or, or transversely, what does it matter? Because you're dead. You know what I mean? Like, and people come up with the story that they come up with. So the reality of who you are what does it matter what you do to affect change? Because people are going to come up with what they're going to come up with. Um, These are real things. To a lot of people, their legacy is important to them. I, I you know, agree. What, what they leave after they leave <clears throat> uh, is, is important to them. They want to know that they, they had don't, a good effect. But they don't care. Though that's the thing. This motherfucker didn't give a shit what people thought about his racist undertones. But he dies. Now, never a racist. Wait, so the people that he was racist to will not forget that he was racist to them. Incorrect. So, incorrect? Mm. 
in a way, in a way, in a way, in a way. Maybe it depends on how racist he was, right? Right. So I know this. I remember. I remember this dude at the price breaker called me a stupid Mexican. That shit stuck with me. I'm all that guy. Fucking racist, right? Of course. What did me being Mexican have to do with whatever it was that I did, which was lock up my bike on a fence because I couldn't find the bike rack. You remember it, but when he dies, say no one else remembers it. But I still did. But you do, so that matters. So is that what make makes it matter? Is that you remember? Because he violated my pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. He attacked me for my race. You get it? I get it. Hey, fuck. It's not. It's not like. It's not like. Uh, it's not like he looked down on me or you know, like didn't value the fact that I was a biker or something like that. It was like this dude came at me and is judging me based on my race. Yeah, That's no, fucked up. I agree. I agree. For all time, you your reality is that he's a racist, but in his reality, he died around happy people. What's to say? And. He gets he gets he gets afraid. See what I'm getting at is this motherfucking guy, racist, disowned parts of his family. Uh-oh. He dies, fucking saint. He was a piece of shit. Dies. Is a saint, and the people that should hate him, the one the people that really should really abhor him, don't hate him because. My God, no, my God, he wasn't all that bad. He was a racist. He disowned you. That's 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 the answer. But the reality (laughs) of the people around him created this 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 reality that wasn't real. So this guy was like hatred and putrid, you know, and he would just hate people. Then he dies, right? And then people around him are coming up with fucking stories that aren't real. In the sense of, he was a racist. He was just saying this one thing, Trump defending in a way, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What? Where am I? What is real? What is fucking real? Because the reality is, he did disown his people, but the people he disowned are cool with that. This isn't for me. This is from somebody else. I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok, either a cartoon, but it was like that moment when you realize that somebody will eventually say your name for the last time ever. Okay. We'll all be forgotten someday. Okay. You know, his legacy isn't going to be forever. He's not going to be a saint forever. Of course. course. 1,000 years ago, dust. But I have to live in the reality of this person. You're choosing it. Well, okay. You could just say... to my Those guys, whatever on that, they're they're <laughs> they they obviously are in denial. Well, that goes back to original. Real thing. Goes back to my original question: Does it matter if everyone around you is a reality as this? Do I just ignore it? Because if I ignore it, it's still happening. You know what I mean? Like you have a casual conversation, and then you have to sit through this. Oh yeah, he was good. He was a good man. He did this. He did that. And I'm like, but like. But like the, I'm in this reality where I am not married to the idea that he was not racist or whatever. I, you know how I am. I cause it how I see it and I see it and I'm like, there I am. So here I am having to sit through mundane conversations where I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I have to ignore it because I understand the, the checkmate in this. 
who am I to change the relativity of a person's thoughts of the reality of a person? That's not me. It's not for me. But there I am. I have to subjugate myself to this. And I'm like, yes. I mean, the reality is this, and I am just ignoring it. So, but what is reality? You know, like, is what I'm thinking true? Even though, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it did happen. It is a truth. But I'm the only one who holds the truth. So my 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 ex father in law, okay, okay, cool guy. Oh yes, cool guy. Um, had great conversations with them, but man, he would get into politics. He'd say that the Catholics were guided by the devil. Um, like this man, ready. Everything that gives people pleasure is from the devil. Um, that all all politicians are part of the reptilian. Um, Dude, who is this man? It's my twin brother. <laughs> He's into all that, right? Okay. And and sometimes it was just way too far out there, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, that's that's scary stuff. And he would just, ah, man, two hours of my life would be lost <laughs> listening to to all of it because that was his reality. Okay. And and I was like, this man has spent years maybe 12 years researching all of this living in this stuff watching every youtube video all the ones of people like floating people's eyes their slits you know closing everybody doing the illuminati signs you know um i i couldn't i couldn't try to convince him by telling him that he's wrong but these are all crazy conspiracy theories. I wasn't, that wasn't, I was going to antagonize him, right? All I could do is model for him somebody that comes from that culture and isn't evil, you know, and doesn't have the reptilian eyes and doesn't have all that shit. All I could do is model and just do my best representation of me and my people because this is in Mexico, right? And um, I think. In in your situation, it just seems like you know what? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're doing the right thing. Just stay out of it. If that if that's the reality that they're choosing, let them choose it. That might be their way of coping. You know, with not being able to help this guy out of his racism. You know, and uh, yeah, I agree with you. It comes to be a thing in which, and this is what I try to teach my son. There's what you're, you're going to come out losing. Yeah. There's yeah. what think and what other people think and that's the way it is and the more you give of yourself to try to change their opinion what's the point so the reality i guess and i've always stuck to this moniker and i don't know if it's always right in every situation but most times it is is that at the end of the day when you're by yourself in the dark and you're thinking about it and you're like did i do good did i do bad did i do this did i do that you know, if you want to self-reflect. And as long as you can look up and see the, the path forward, you're good. But if it was a thing where I should have did this, I should have did that, you didn't do good, bud. You should have did better. Next time, you take those reflections and uh-huh. you apply them to the next situation. Agreed. But not to other people. But not to other people. It's not like, 
and they were racist to Sam, and you're just like, hey, bro, you're racist to Sam. You were always going to be racist to Sam, no matter what I have said. So it's it's a matter of like, okay, so am I going to take my stand? And why am I taking my stand? Okay, I'm taking my stand. Am I excommunicating this person? Okay, I'm doing that. And then you just go forward. And then if you feel guilty about it in the long run, you were wrong. Because if you feel guilty about it, that's where you're at. Because you, you're so do you die? Right? At at this at this Trump parade thing, right? Part of me wanted to walk up and start talking to them. What's going on? No, I was <laughs> that was a dirt. In the room? No, I was trying to get rid of dirt, but I guess it's ah. a, a contrast of color, right? No. Um at this Trump rally thing, right? I like part of me wanted to go and talk to them, but the other part was like, man, they're yelling, they're amped up. This is not going to be a good conversation, and they've already made up their mind. It's yes. The best thing to do is just to model, not flip them off, not scream back at them. I'm just watching, and that's it. Just kind of soaking it in. Just be what a- it feels like to be to have that energy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they're fired up. There's some need. That's not being met and or there's a perception, there's something that I don't understand on this side that 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 makes people so enthusiastic about keeping this guy for another four years. <laughs> you know, and, uh, it, it's more of a, a thing in which it could have been anything. It could have been pineapples. They could have been yeah, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. So, you see. So it's more of a thing in which they're married to their ideologies to get to get to get out there and i think that anytime you want to stand out there and protest it's worthless i think it's worthless i think protesting itself is worthless i think that if you organize like obama did and create organizations to then do something like say today we're gonna boycott avocados because they're oppressors or in charge of that shit or whatever, then that's real change. Or today we're going to grab a bunch of people and clean all the plastic off beaches. That's real change. When you're out there in the streets with signs and shit, right? No. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's a good way to get the conversation going because you don't have, you don't have the money or the energy. It's just the fastest way to just let's get our, let's get our word out there. And then from there we can start organizing and drawing people in. You would be like, why are they, why are they marching? What are they talking about? You know, when I drive, when I'm driving down Mission Gorge, and you know, I see people out there protesting. I'm like, what are they? What, what's going on? Oh, puppy mills. Oh shit, that's a thing. No, fuck that. Yeah, okay, let's let's hear some legislation. I agree. I agree. I agree. But- some unknown topics but when it comes to voting you know when it comes to politics like hey vote for biden vote for this guy let's get shitty about it it it's pointless it's the let's get shitty about it that i don't like puppy mills i get or or something you didn't know plastic in the baltic sea or something like something like that i get that but when you're when you're when you're politicking you're you're protesting uh let's vote fucking vote that's what yeah for that's your protest 
You want to protest Trump? You want to protest Biden? Vote. You know what I mean? And when you're talking about racism, that see, that's the thing. When they're protesting, you know, don't be racist. That's stupid. Because that's like saying protesting murder. Do not murder. You don't need to protest that. That's a law. There's already laws in place. Don't be racist. That's a law. That's a real thing. Protesting something where people are already doing isn't a thing. What should happen is finding what was wrong and protesting that. Yeah. That's, that's where you have change. So you want to be bitching about cops killing uh, black people. Racist exists. Why did he do it? How did he do it? Okay, this is how he did it. There you go. Rosa Parks isn't Rosa Parks because she just protested a uh, uh, a random fucking thing. It was an event. I, I don't want to sit on the back of the bus. You know? Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. Boom. There you go. Well, you want to say police brutality, that's one thing, you know? But that's not something you could stop. What you can stop is a way of hiding. That, that'd be the thing to do, right? Because if they, there's a reason why they're not kicking doors down and killing black people. In it's, it's it, see, okay, so they're calling it systemic, right? But yeah. it's, not, it's not built into the system per se. It's, it's the people that are not enforcing uh, uh, the accountability side Mm-hmm. Of those that we entrust with the power to kill. Yeah, because you had three other cops that were just letting him choke that dude out. So there was something that was wrong in that system. Now, <laughs> when you're trying to stop racism, that was wrong because it, it racism is a thing. You're gonna be racist. You're gonna be racist. But if you could have stopped the three cops from thinking, oh, we might get fucking in trouble forever or or standing in reputation will, will not be the same that's what you need to fix you know it should have been one out of three cops should have stopped the fourth cop from fucking killing a man there you go yeah that that I mean that yeah but um that's, this, this idea of, of racism in in policing uh i think that's a real thing not super widespread i'm not thinking oh all the cops are racist i think i think it's a very small percentage but that that thin blue line yes that that they all put themselves behind kind of enables those racists to do what they do fucking protecting and that's and that's what the real issue is it's not so much as hey let's stop racism it's the whole i'm gonna protect our own yeah i don't i don't think those other cops are racist yeah i just think that they in that moment kind of had to choose between, you know, defending this, 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 this person that they're arresting or, you know, or, or backing up their bro. And you know, and he's been putting his life on the line with them. Yeah. For a while now. Yeah. And a lot of it is what's hurting the cause is when you're like, racism is just a white person thing. No, it's everybody, you know, because like there's videos of, of black people being like, like black cops being like, fuck that guy. He thinks he's a man. He's going to die like a man. They're being racist to this guy. They don't, they, but because they're black, you can't say they're racist. And then so this black kid dies. So it's kind of a, it, it's a weird thing in which we're, we're, we're focused on just white people. And 
like, what do you want? You want you want black people to stop dying? Well, let's not focus on just the white people. Let's focus on the people that you're just fucking killing. You know what I mean? Like, as in, there's a system in place that protects the people who are just murdering people. So let's stop this. There's, there's a lot of other issues too, but I, but right now, you know, it's it's the whole police brutality thing. It is, but they're you know we, we oh, no, it's white police brutality, not not police brutality, which I agree with. I agree. Police brutality is a thing. White people are being attacked on this level, but it's 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 a it's a force of nature. It's a system. It's I'm wearing blue. I'm going to be police brutality guy. You know what I mean? I can be Asian, black. It doesn't matter. But because you're focusing just on the white people, you're only stopping one small percentage of of this. You know what I mean? You have a system in place to protect these people from doing the bad that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like you, and like it's funny too because the Republicans are fucking inadvertently pointing this out. They're like, "How come this white person didn't get caught? Or how come this white person got murdered? How come this white person got raped by a cop?" And I'm like, "What's the what's the commonality in all this? Police? Yeah, they're abusing and abusing their power. Abusing their power. But because you only have." How much? How many black people? Thirteen percent of the population saying it's just white people. You're fucked because it really is just a system in place that's doing this. So I could be China, Chinese, and a cop, and I'm abusing my power. I could be Vietnamese and abusing my or whatever fuck. I could be whatever nationality and abusing my power, but it's still that group of people abusing their power, and so we've created a system that abuses their power. So what we should do is fight that. But because we turned it into a race thing, fucking white people, they suck. <coughs> I, I, I haven't gotten that message. Maybe you're hearing that out in Michigan where there's more red and that's becoming the, that's the perception out there. Well, no, no. I know. I haven't heard that. He's real. Out here. So you're telling me that, that uh, police brutality is a... Uh, doesn't matter what color. It's not racism. You're not seeing that systemic racism. That's that's the focus right now. Uh, again, yeah, police brutality in general is probably a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm saying that it, it it exists outside of racial lines. I'm not saying every cop out there is being brutal, right? Yeah, but I I I think what they're focusing on right now is a specific issue, and. I don't think anybody's saying that that's the only issue, but this is the one that they're choosing to focus on because it's based on race. Um, when somebody is brutalized and it's the result of race, that's, that, that's, that's, it's bad. And it's just as bad as somebody else being brutalized for no reason. But, but here it's like, you know, this shouldn't be happening at all, you know? And so once we, once we figure that one out, then we could start going out. Okay. It wasn't, what are other instances where they're abusing their power and protecting themselves behind the blue line? That's not how, um, that's not how things work. It's you take out the big issue and then you call it a day, right? So they're focusing on just like one nationality, white people and police. And yeah, that's a thing, but also other nationalities and police. But because that's how messaging works though, Kevin, that, that's how, that's how you get people to, 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 to stay on point, you you narrow down the message to something tangible. Um, I you, agree. You, it's something that you can identify with. No, because 
But if you're identifying with the race versus the system, then that's when the message gets misconstrued because you have white people who should be on the same side as black people, but they're not because they're like, what about these fucking people who are getting killed by police? And I'm like, yeah, they're getting killed too. So then you can start saying, what about this? And what about that? And you can start expanding into all these other areas. And then it's like, well, what the fuck? You want us to fix everything? We're only here to fix this one thing right now. We don't want to fix that shit. Let's talk about that shit too. But right now we're talking about this. But the commonality here is that police don't really murder that many people per capita. You look it up. That's not a real thing. The number is going low. It does happen, but they're not killing that many people. Police. Now think about how the police and interactions with police the death rate isn't that high. You, and each year gets progressively lower. So, I don't know the numbers. I'd like to see the numbers. There are 200. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. I know, but I'm talking about ratio. Killed by cops versus, you know, by race. No, no. And is it disproportionate? Killed by ratio doesn't matter. If there's 350 million people and only 200 people, 200 people under are dying. Per year, and it's getting that number is getting smaller. Okay, let's say it's two hundred, but let's say it's one hundred and eighty of them are black. So be so be it. But and twenty of them are white. That's disproportionate. Why is it? Go further back. Go further back. The numbers are growing, and then you get to this time where it's under two hundred, and now two hundred is that. That is a thing. Okay, so say it's one hundred and ninety black people, which it isn't because that's not the real numbers. It's spread across, and you're right. You're right. If you do ratio-wise, the black people die more than black people. You only got 200. Like, hey, man, this shit's nuanced, right? And yeah, black people die more, and I think that's more of a systemic thing. But it, if you break it down even further between white and black, that's not even an issue. Okay, but go ahead. That's not even an issue. What it is an issue is the police, the police – whatever nationality are doing these things. So what happens here is we need to fix the police, but that's not what's getting fixed. You know what's getting fixed? Nothing. Because we're talking about, well, oh, the fucking racist and this and that. You're trying to fix something that's ethereal. I think, the, I think the rioting ruined it, honestly. I don't think it's the fact that it's a race thing. I think it's the rioting because, because hey, racism, we're against racism. Okay, oh. easy. Yeah. But when we start smashing windows and burning down banks and shit, it kind of legitimizes the other side's fears. Exactly. But no, you know? but, but, you, but here's the thing, Kevin. So you're looking at numbers of people killed, but that's, that's just, that's on the extreme end of what the police can do based on race. You're not also including like random traffic stops, you know, uh, Terry stops. I agree. Uh, I know. How they talk to people in public, incarcerations, drug, uh, was it drug offenses? How many people get sent to prison? Yeah, they're I, not killing them, but they're taking parts of their lives disproportionately. I agree with everything you're saying, but what I'm getting at is it's not a racial thing where they're abusing their power. It's the, the real issue is the fact that they can abuse their power, and there should be things in place to fix that. The, the 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 opportunity to abuse their power enables the racists to be racist as cops. So what you would you do is you fix the ability to abuse the power. So like 
this this isn't a thing in which I can't get a cake baked because I'm gay, right? I'm on my gay cake, and I can't. That's not a real thing. That's not like a thing in which I go to a bakery and I want a big dick and an ass cake, right? That's not a thing. So we we fixed that with discrimination because we made that a thing. But with police, when they're like being shitty with one group of people versus another, they still have that power. And what happens is rather than fix that power, that ability to do that, we're trying to fix something that cannot be fixed. I'm gonna Kevin. Cakes and the sugars in the cakes contribute to obesity all across the U again, it's another problem brought on by the same system, right? But right now we're focusing on this one. The 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 opportunities that racists have within the system to be racist and the system protecting those racists. So we want to fix that. I agree. There's the other there's the bigger issue of them being able to abuse their power. Great. Fix the system, not the racist. That's well, what we're at. This is kind of shining a spotlight on that, right? Okay. It's like, how, how are these racists able to be racist? Holy shit. They're able to cover up each other? Uh, what happened in... Um, like, the argument gets misconstrued because, like, you have white... Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. Ahmaud Arbery. Okay. Right? The, yep. the guy that shot him... Ahmed Arbery. Uh, yeah. Used to, the, the guy used to work for the cops... And they kind of, you know, kind of put it on the back burner and thought, if we don't look at it, maybe it'll go away. Hey, hey, hey. And the tape comes out and they're like, fuck, now we got to do what we got to do, you know? And so, you know, yeah, it's trying to light on that system. No, but like you have ability. So I'm a, I'm a racist cop. I'm black. I hate white people. And I'm like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give these guys more tickets than, say, black people. Black people, my homies. I'm not going to give them tickets. They, that's what I'm getting. At. I'm getting at it's, you know what I mean. Like that needs to be fixed. Like if you if you look at their quota and you're like, oh, you're giving a lot of tickets to this. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you know, I don't know if you're trying to say that the Black Lives Matter movement is wrong for not trying to focus on a wider issue and no. staying so narrow. I mean, is that it matters? Is the fucking truth. Not the group, but the but the message is the truth. They they matter as well. You know what I mean? Like and yeah, yeah. yeah. They they matter and they it makes sense because they're like hey look our rate the ratio of people dying but what's what's happening here is that you have a system of oppression that's like doing their thing and we're focused on like trying to change the the mentality of people or defunding the police meaning let's get rid of a whole large section of them and I'm like that's not even the way to fucking do it the way to do it is try to put another system in place to protect people's rights and liberties because before police we would just murder people what you, wait what do you think defund the police means it means divest i already know what it means it means what it means divest so i take money out of this budget to put it into the communities not quite no that is exactly what it is i read deeply into it's it. no it's so this is police spending this is community spending you boost this and then eventually you won't need this as much. No, it's divest. So, Do you understand what the word divest means? Not invest, but divest. Yeah, but the way you said it, the way you said it, okay. it's to do this. It, that's impossible. You need to do this so that you can do this. And no. that's, that's the problem with the messaging right now. No. A lot of people think it's cut the cops in half so that we can invest in social programs. Not, that's not, 
that's not the proposal. The proposal is you invest in social programs so that you can buy that from. No, it is taking money from the police because the the thought process. Eventually. The thought process is this, not, not the police, like, like men on the streets, but like looking at their programs, like, um, the warrior training program thing like that. Yeah. You would defund that to then invest into more communities. And I think that's all misguided. I think that's just, that's just going to fall apart. I think that's a bad idea. What they should do is more training, more cops. Well, I, I think I think really it, it has to be like this. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they do need more training. They do need more body cams. Um, they do need probably better tasers and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, better, better non-lethal, you know. R&D. But we also need to invest in social programs. Oh, I agree. So I, that, those are two different budgets. Right. But that's not what we're doing. What we're going to do is take from the budget, and that's a thing that they're going to do divest not like take away money so if i'm a cop and i'm making 24 bucks an hour they're not gonna take my money away. they're just not they're gonna take money from other programs and then try to push it into the community well because that's what we've been doing we've been defunding social programs for a long time social programs have been going down so that we can increase uh, uh police programs yeah i i think that's all bad everything anytime you like what we should do is divest it from the military and then push it into our actual world or or America. You know what I mean? Stop donating. Like for instance, you as a person right now aren't donating half of your check or any significant amount of money to some other household. You're trying to get your shit together. So then there, after you get your shit together, you then donate money to other people if need be. America just divests. Just fucking just invest in fucking other countries, world build and all that. What we should do is go back to our communities and start fucking building them from the ground up. That's where you get your money. Not from the fucking police, but from fucking helping any Zimbabwe or some shit like that. And then what we're doing there is just trying to build, you know, a better relationship for down the road. But now, man, we're fucking failing on the insides. And so what we need to do is what I call a triage is to save us. And start building the community, building the, 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 the schools. And then, that's what that's that's what defund the police is. No, it isn't. Defunding the police is quite literally taking from the police, quite literally. Not like Bob, who's been a cop of twenty years, but diver- divesting from, I don't know, whatever plan they had. The, so, the message is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Because, because that's that's what everybody understands. They 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 see it as we're going to take twenty five percent off of the police budget and put it straight into social programs. And no, it is. That's not what it should be. It is literally divesting, meaning taking an investment of from the cops, money that we were going to put there in an in R and D and and um That's the far left one, but that's not that's not what the center is 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 No, I hear you. But in reality, this is how these break down. It's uh, you gonna work on stun guns? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then we're gonna push it into the communities. What, I, what I'm saying is take from a bigger pool that doesn't have to mess with the cops or mess with the fucking communities. And it's Zimbabwe or Uganda. So I'll tell you, we give trillions of dollars out there. You take that money and start fucking putting it into our countries. You know? I mean, that's a real thing. We need community centers because we're not raising our kids. That's real. And that your problems grow from there. You know? So 
update. I, I, more money needs to go to cops. I feel what you're saying, but I, um, the U.S. has to maintain a world standing, dude. I agree um, to an extent. It, it, it's because Zimbabwe is not raising up to fight wars. No, because the, here's the thing. If we pull our flags out, somebody else is going to move in and stick theirs in there. And we, I mean, fucking for the greater good. I mean, for like, we need to get back to where we were at. It, it, we were around the fucking planet before. This is where colonialism, we practiced it. We were still practicing it, you know, um, which is called a military bases abroad. It's, it's our way of having a reach. And this is, I think this is the, the, the Republican side of me. It's our way of having a reach around the world to, to impose our military strength so that shit happens in other places and not here. I, I agree when you're talking about actual threats. But when it comes to donating food and things like that, there's a lot. But that's another, but that's those, those goodwill missions are also part of our global influence, not just military, but also us presenting our faces so that if we ever do need to use their airspace or whatever, this, that, blah, 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 we can. As a a parent, you don't say, Hey, look, you want to buy those Nikes? Okay. Let's buy those Nikes. No, you say, well, you want to, what do you want? PlayStation or Nike? Okay, PlayStation. All right, cool. Get the PlayStation. You have no shoes now. Okay, what do you want? What do you want? You want uh, the steak today, or do you want? Uh, do you want to wear clothes? Okay, you want to clo- Okay, you got clothes. No okay, steak. okay. But you're talking about a regular ass family. The U.S. is not a regular ass family. We're a small country that's controlling a large part of the world's resources. We are very wealthy. We're very rich. We are able to do multiple things. No. We can get the sneakers and the PlayStation. We can get the Ferrari and the Porsche that's because we're the United States. No, no, no. If we could, then... You're talking about a normal family living the, the reality on the ground. You're talking about that slave family. We are that billionaire family up on the top, man. We're that, if we were that said family, we would have riots in the street. You know who's not having riots in the streets? <laughs> Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Okay, <laughs> that worked. The Philippines. <laughs> right, we are. You know what? Who else <laughs> having riots? Fucking France. You know, they're having protests, but they ain't having riots. We're having they riots. had riots, though. They had riots uh, about a year and a half ago. Protests. Big old riots. They, I think they burnt. No, <laughs> they burnt big old historic sections of France. Mm, protests. Protests. Different. No, they, they destroyed shit. No, they didn't. You're, you're maybe thinking of England. I didn't say England. I said France. No, this was in France because I remember thinking, fuck, I wanted to go see that shit. No, you're wrong. They didn't have any fucking riots that resulted in, let's take off of this. Sh- what are we doing here? What are we, what, what, what are we doing? We were taking down uh, statues and shit. We, we, they ain't doing that. You know, I could Google if the fucking Earth is hollow. They were, they were, uh, they were rioting against abuse of power by the police. They weren't rioting; they were protesting. There's a difference. The 2017 French riots refer to two separate unrelated incidents of unrest in France, following uh, claimed abuse of power by police. 
That's 2017. Shit changed. That's three years ago. The fuck? The rape of a black man by the police with a baton. Anyways, what I'm saying is, you got these other countries. They're fucking rioting. We need to fix our shit. That's what we need to pull funding for. And that's how you get shit done. And, I mean, that's the way it is. If I, like, in a critical situation, I see my kid rioting. I'm going to stop funding my neighbors and get that shit situated. You know what I mean? Like, think about it as a parent. Like, you are a parent. What are you going to do? Your dog's fucking dying. You're going to go and start donating money to other countries to have a fucking presence? No. You need to fix your dog now, and then you can get back to fixing the, uh, the relationships. See, and we need to have that conversation, right? It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be a, a thing where, no, we're only doing one or the other. I or agree. you're a bad person for picking one over the other. Agree. No, we should be talking about, okay, let's plan it out. Okay. You know, this is a problem. We want to fix it. You know, we want our communities to get better. How can we do it? But that's not a conversation we're having. You don't, right. you don't know about Zimbabwe or Argentina or Australia or any of these places where we're donating money. Nobody knows about this shit. You just have to look it up. But that's not a conversation to being had. It's just the natural order of things. And that's why I think this whole thing is fake. Who gives a fuck? The corporations don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. I mean, like, you're not having, like, honestly, other than the podcast, this isn't a conversation anyone is having. Think about it. Of all the people you know, oh, yeah, yeah, because you are talking to your coworkers. They're talking about Zimbabwe, right? And I'm talking to my wire workers, and they're talking about Argentina. No, they were not talking about that shit. You know what they were talking about? Whatever was in the news today. But if they went to go and research shit. Uh, well, the thing is, okay, so the, the thing is, uh, Again, it's not people's realities. They don't give a shit about what happened in Bobby. They only give a shit about what happened at their job that day, what they got to do afterwards. Great. What they to deal with COVID, how they're going to help their kids, how they're going to take care of the family, how we're going to pay for shit next week. These, these topics, this is why we pay people in Congress and why we give them lifetime fucking uh, 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 medical insurance. So that they can talk about this stuff what and the, come up with plans. That's the thing. Not no one's talking about their sites. Nobody is talking about this shit. They're talking about defund that of all the things shouldn't have been a question. This is a, something a civilian came up with and then just grew from there. Defunding the police isn't a thing that shouldn't have ever been spoken of. It should have been like we should take money from Zimbabwe. And then we should have put it into the police or communities. Or we should have took money from Jews. Uh, that'd be fucked up. But, I mean, fuck, you didn't know we were paying them. Shit. Until last month, I didn't know that people were getting more than 1000 bucks a week. I didn't know that. And no, then, $600, $600 a week. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, on top of, uh, yeah, you're right, more than $1,000. If, if you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have known it. That's real. That's just that. Do you know how much money is out there that's getting fucking done? I don't. You don't. But we're getting ripped off left and right. And then we're talking about the funding of the police. We have alien overlords. That's what the fuck this is, man. We're the world's fucking ending. And um, I, I who the fuck? What the fuck? About <laughs> defunding the police. When there's like money out there that we don't even know about. Stop donating to Hawaii. What? Why is there money going there? It doesn't even make sense. 
Because a month ago, I didn't even know $1,000 a week existed for people. <laughs> I'm having full-on conversations about, I work every fucking day. And they're like, sucks they're me. probably laughing at you. Exactly. And they're not, <laughs> they're taking a thousand bucks a day and they're not bad people. They, no, they just exist. And I'm like, what? And so like with that being in existence, then there's, there's a whole world out there uh, of money coming out of America. That yeah. We, we don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know what the, what, what's really being spent. Yeah. No, I agree. As trite as defund the police. I'm like, Okay, I don't know who's in charge of us. You're right. There's got to be another way. You shouldn't have to take money out of police. I mean, that's so the, sad, right. The, defund the police is more of a of a of an eventual goal than a, than a than a process. There's a bunch of different ideas on how to do it, but yeah, yeah. eventually the goal is that we don't have to invest so much in the police. Uh, agree, because there's not as much crime. How many police was there in Star Trek? Exactly zero. <laughs> right? They they successfully defunded the police. You know what? Speaking of Star Trek, I'm going to end with this uh, last top, last topic. Fuck it. <laughs> They're going to put non-binary transgender people in Star Trek. Go. What? Oh, like people that don't identify as either. No, gender. I'm who's a girl. I'm a transgender person in Star Trek. So, like, okay, so here in Star Trek, I'm like thinking. Because I watch Star Trek quite a bit. I watch it every year. All all seasons of every fucking iteration of it. Because I'm that much of a nerd. And they can shape shift the person genetically because it's the year 2300 or whatever timeline you want to go to. They can, You can change a person to whatever nationality, any gender they want to be. So why is a thing where I... I'm having trouble because I identify as a girl, but I'm like, that's not a question because they've evolved in, in a way because human beings in, in the world of Star Trek, they've eliminated world hunger. So why would you be hungry? That would be, that would be a thing, right? I'm starving. Wait, you have replicators. What the fuck? You ended world hunger in 2100. So why in 2300 are you worried about hunger? So you would think you know, like 300 years from now that we would have figured out how to, you know, genetically manipulate someone to be whatever gender they wanted to be. So it makes me fucking mad. So they're going to have a character. Okay. That's that, that was born one way, uh -huh. but wants to be identified the other way, uh -huh. but hasn't done anything. Uh -huh. But they could. I don't know, man. I, I uh, it's because it feels like there's some places that they do, you know, like the sexuality issues, right? I, 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 I want to go to the old guard, you know, the gay guys that were in there. I didn't feel like it were it was in my face that they were gay. You know what I'm saying? It was a relationship that that was on screen that was part of the film. I agree, but it's as if this is the thing I'm getting at: world hunger. But what's the treatment, though? You know that that's 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 what I'm wondering. It, in in Star Trek, what? How are they treating it? Okay, is the, is the character going to be reminding everybody? You know, like the Klingons are here. I don't care about the Klingons. Just like I don't care about what people think that I'm gender non-gender binary or, or whatever. You know, they did a thing. Okay, because cool, in the world of Star Trek, gay isn't a thing. That's just the sexual preference. 
like right now, as it should be, if ever Nava wants to be gay, you know, okay, cool. I like wear, wearing leather masks. That's, that's your conversation and my conversation. That's not a thing to be like, ew, ew, ew. That's just the how you, that's your preference, right? So in the year 2300, that's not a thing, okay? You, you want to fuck a dude, you can fuck a dude. You want to fuck a girl, you, that's it. Gay isn't a thing. So, right. and, okay, and then the woke era that came out with Star Trek Discovery and so on and so forth. And they had these two gay characters. One of the characters is gay. And that was, the way they wrote it was good. Then they had another character that was gay. And then they, they made it like the character, the one character that was established gay guy was like, yeah, you know, my, my guy's not into me anymore, you know, and that's it. Then the other gay character said, hey, we're in this together. You know, some people just don't understand. And I was like, what she, what she was getting at was gay stuff. But she was in the context of when you love somebody, you got to fight hard for them. And that works. But the way she posed it to him is we have to stick together, people who have loved deeply. Right. But they were, they were, they were dancing on the edge of making yeah. it a thing that it's not a thing. And what's weird is because nobody cares there. Someone's like, why even have it? In the universe of Star Trek, why is that? Why is that considered controversial? Exactly. And so when they have the non-binary character, which makes completely no sense. So if I'm a guy and I want to be a girl, guess what? In Star Trek, I can do that. That's a, that's a thing. Because they have, like, dude, there's fucking countless episodes of people turning from one race to another. You know what I mean? Because they have genetically engineered. There's literally right. a race called the trip where the, the, the parasites inside you, okay, you're a guy and you die. The parasite then goes into a girl, and then you're there. So you can then have – you're not supposed to. It's taboo, but you can have a relationship with people from back in your day. You know what I mean? But, like, it's frowned upon because, you know, hundreds of years, you know, you, just, you should keep it, you know, true. But you're still the same person. So, so gays and transgender things, that's, that's already been a thing. So now they're doing it a thing in Star Trek where it's like, <gasps> transgender people. And I'm like, wait what but that's already established that's already a thing and in the future that's not even a thing to argue because you'd just be a woman if you wanted to be a woman i i like i said i'd have to see what the treatment of it is in terms of are they like in your face about it are they trying to shame the audience into accepting this does it fit within the universe or does it feel like it's being wedged in there what they'll do is they'll make it so it's a thing in which you're like <laughs> it's unrealistic because it's Star Trek because everyone's going to be like oh I can't believe you're doing that and then you have to accept them you know like like as if as if we didn't evolve it's the same fucking thing 300 years from now where we're just kind of like oh yeah we accept you and some people don't and you're just like huh wait what <laughs> that's not a thing that's like having racism hundreds of years later in uh, in the old guard, they're not trying to make a message about. See, old guard uh, accidentally did it right. Yeah, but in old guard, you could have replaced them with a male and a female. Yeah, yeah, and it would have worked exactly. You could give them the same lines; it would have worked exactly the same, right? It would have been stronger with gay guys. It's, it's a it's a world 
it's a world where that's just it's just what it is right two people in love um there it, the movie wasn't about gay guys gay guys no it had that in there and i think that's where we want to try to get right Agreed. we're not trying to make a a message i agree Every time we're presenting characters like that i agree it's it's just it's it's part of the story and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna interact with that world and they make sense within that world no i agree when you watch okay when you watch promos for old guard or trailers that's not a thing to know right then you watch the movie, you're like, oh, okay, that's the thing. And then you just go with it, and that's good. This is a thing. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, fuck it, first non-binary transgender person. And I'm like, why is this a thing? And I'm like, for them to make that a promotion, that means that they're going to sacrifice story to make that an issue. Because why promote it, if any? Right. You know what I mean? And, like, what bothers me is, once again, you know, it's as if you wanted to say this person's always hungry in a place that has no world hunger because they could rep- Yeah, it doesn't fit with the universe. It does, yeah, they it, they have free food. You know what I mean? Like they have free food. They're like like oh man, I wish I had to pay my rent. There's no such thing as money. You know what I mean? And so and they're sexually free. I mean, like even in the '90s, Riker gets with this race of people. Okay, there's a race of people, right? And they don't have a gender, and then he gets with a girl who who decides i'm a girl because she didn't have a gender to begin with but she decides she's a girl and Riker, who's one of us you know he's 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 our representation he's like i'm down for this shit and gets with her he literally tries to in that episode just throw away his career to save her and this is just in one episode that's how progressive star trek is so to rehash this, to make this a thing, it, it's aggravating because it's not a thing. In fact, it doesn't make sense because you could genetically engineer anybody. Like if, it, so has this character already come out? Have you watched any of the episodes yet? Oh, they're promoting it. That's why. Oh. They're promoting it now, and which comes out in October. So I found out about this about a month ago. And I was like, in, in August, I was just like, wait, 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 what, what is it? A transgender character in Star Trek. I'm like, wait, but you have, and I'm like in my head because I watch Star Trek every fucking year. I'm like, they got trills, they got this race, they got that race. They got a race that can change into any gender. And I was just like, but why is this a thing in Star Trek? And I'm like, they can change their gender. So why would it be special? So literally it'd be casted, say a guy, I'm talking to a guy. He can then literally say in some supposition say, or exposition, I was once a girl and it would just keep going because it doesn't matter because you can just change their genders at will. Like I'm like, Bob is going to be Susie. And Susie's gonna, I, that's the technology in the future because world hunger isn't an issue now. Transgender is. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they present it. Well, uh, Filmento did a good comparison of um, Captain Marvel. Like, why Captain Marvel didn't work the way that Wonder Woman worked as, you know, like, you know, a female superhero movie. Shit, I could tell you that two sentences. Well, he, he, he looked at the idea that um, Captain Marvel was pushed really hard as a female superhero, you know, the lead female superhero. Even the marketing, like, uh, for her, right? A hero for, you know, 
whatever, but, right? Crush men. In, in, in Cat Marvel's Crush Men, Wonder Woman is be the best. Well, in, in Captain Marvel, he, he points out that you could pretty much replace Captain Marvel with a male and it's still the same movie. I agree. Well, Wonder, Wonder Woman, for the most part, for the most part, right? You could have the little boy standing up, you know, you could have uh, the, the only times is when the guys are being dicks to her. Yes. Right? It would and, have made sense. Yeah. But that's something else he points out. He points out that the only time to really show that she's a female is to show a guy being a douche to her. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, you, you got to put men in a bad light to put the women in a positive light. And Cat Marvel that, that, that. that. She only really success, uh, succeeds by being a douche back, right? I'm going to send you the link. It's actually a pretty good breakdown. Wonder Woman. She believes in the goodness of man. She believes that man is inherently good, but poisoned by Aries. And yeah. she's out there trying to, trying to see the goodness in man and to try and bring that back out and save them by defeating Aries. And not that she's better than men. She doesn't have to be mean to them to be at their level. She, she inspires them. I know, it does. It, it's you cool know? because it's like, when she kills Ares or who she thought was Ares and the war is still happening, I love the innocence of that in the sense of like, I fucking did the thing and then men are so bad. So does that mean men are bad? And then like Chris, um, that's I love that guy. He's so dreamy that Chris Pine goes, look, man, I don't fucking know. I mean, w- whether we were good or bad men, I mean, this shit's happening. We got to stop this yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, I love that because it doesn't put men in a bad light. It doesn't put them in a good light, you know? And it, it, it's the naivety of that, you know, of her. And, but in Captain Marvel, it's straight up, you know, I'm I am a woman, hear me roar, you know? And it just, From beginning to end. To beginning to end, yeah. From uh, beginning to end, and yeah. she has to put men down. She has to be mean to them to be at their level. Yeah. Wonder Woman doesn't have to do that. And yeah, sometimes the guys, they're doubting her, but it's more like from a a chauvinistic point of view, not in a bad way. I'm saying like in the way, like you open doors for girls and this and that. They're, they're trying to protect her, but she's showing, I don't need to be protected. You know, I, I can, I can, I can help you guys too. Yeah. And you know, what's another thing about Captain Marvel when you, when you disseminate it, it's, it's okay. So for instance, um, when there's a story part where she go, where in the beginning, Jude Law's character is like, you're going to fucking beat me and you can't beat me without your powers. And then, you know, she loses. Right. And then at the very end, he creates this narrative where you got to beat me if you're going to take me on. And she just takes him out with her powers. And I'm like, I mean, like, I like that part, by the way, as a, as a viewer. But narratively, it doesn't work because he, she cheats. She cheats, basically. So, like, women, the only way they could defeat men is to cheat because – He's like, you've got to take me on one-on-one. And narratively, it would have been great if she just beats the shit out of him. And then you could have wrote that story that direction. You got to watch. I'm going to send it to you. You got to watch it. It's a good, you're on, you're like, you're synced up with this dude. Well, because, because he points at that scene too as a big problem. Because that's my other YouTube channel. You didn't fucking know? I'm from- <laughs> no, but like, that's how I think though. When I watch shit, I'm thinking the same fucking thing. I'm like, Narr- uh, although I did like the scene, I just narratively, like, 
how I see things nowadays is the narrative of a thing. Like it would have worked better if for the character to overcome the hardship of the opposite sex on the same plane, not just overpowering them. And because well, Wonder Woman's OP, right, in the yeah. man's world, but right? it, but that's how it's happened, right? And and she's able to inspire people around her, like, exactly. you know. Yeah. And in the other one, she's she's just overpowering people. Yeah. And and they're both supposed to be uh you know like female superheroes that little girls can look up to, right? And and aspire to. But you know, I would rather a girl look at Wonder Woman, you know, who can change people's minds almost like in a Naruto way, right? No, just no, like, she inspired when they when she goes into no man's land was that was so fucking beautifully written. You're like, it, it's not no man's land because it's, it's no man. Can, it's because people will die if they go that direction. And then she goes, what the fuck are you doing? That's no man's land. And she says it and she puts it back into her context. I am no man. And then she goes and fucking stops. And they're like, fuck, if she can fucking do it, then we can too. And they fucking win the day. And that's beautiful, inspiring. As you said, Naruto, I get you. And then you got Cat Marvel, you know, fucking just overpowering people. And how is she beating people? She's not winning. She's overpowering people. So and she doesn't really grow. She doesn't grow at all. Why would she? The person at the beginning, at the end, she just she just gets her memories and realizes she's being controlled, breaks it. It's not like she knew she was being controlled. She just found out, hey, fuck, I'm being controlled. Fuck that. Yeah. No growth still. She's still the same person. Yeah. You know? And uh, oh, yeah, it, it's a good, damn good breakdown. And it puts, it, it elevates Wonder Woman, you know, as far as, uh, um, you know, the writing goes. You know, that's the next movie I'm going to watch because we, we, uh, we finished uh, Infinity War. And it's funny too, because Black Panther, the movie I shat on most, <coughs> I was like, I was watching that movie again with my son. And quite literally, we were tearing up when, um, Michael B. Jordan was like killing himself. Like he goes, we fucking knew. And I was just like, God, this movie is so much deeper than I thought, but it's still shitty. It's like give guns to black people. It's still give guns to black people. I thought that was pretty bad. That was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. But, but, uh, and the fight, I didn't like the fight between them two, but after the fight, it was like, Ooh. Yeah. Basically he was just like, you know what? I'd rather die free them to become you know prison to die in bondage and i thought that was so deep and then he did that and then the, i was like fuck, what the fuck marvel stop killing your bad guys and and you know black panther kind of he's like you know he had a point and so he actually tries to do he takes the points that he made but tries to create a solution in a in a in a in a, in a more positive way because a, a, a villain in a story I don't know where I read this, is supposed to create the change in the character, the hero, the hero's journey. So the villain really doesn't mean villain. It means the change, the, the shift in reality. I'm bringing it back. And um, that's who Michael B. Jordan is. He's, his character is really to bring change to the whole fucking world, which he does because through his death and sacrifice, Jesus style, Fucking uh, Black Panther, you know, fucking you know, helps everybody else. Opens up the borders, yeah. Starts exactly. Starts branching out. Yeah. 
was pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. And you know what? If anywhere, I thought to myself, like when people die, when when Thanos snaps his fingers, how many other people died of unintended consequences? So you got a plane, and then, you know, and then they all appeared in the exact spot that they were in when they came back. Right? The blip. What if? What if the pilots disappeared and the plane crashed? Exactly. No, no, no. Those people died, right? So the people that came back aren't coming back from the unintended consequence. They're coming back. <laughs> right? Or the people in the, in the plane die who were in the plane. They just fall. There's also, like, people. Okay. They didn't get dusted. They, they got splattered because their pilots disappeared. Or, or the people in the pilot or, or the, in the, in the, they disappeared in their plane, right? The plane, like, like here's a plane, and then I'm flight one, two, three, and then I die. I mean, I, I dust, and then when when Hulk snaps me back into place, I'm like, what the whoa? <laughs> like, okay, for instance, okay, so here's nothing, right? Okay, then you know, five years later, I built a house, but guess what? Guess who was there at that exact spot? Fucking five years ago, Bob. Bob wakes up. Psh, I'm because Hulk snaps his fingers, and Bob's like, "Oh, because there's a building inside of him." Here's, here's my way out of it. Okay. When you're snapping, you're using all the stones at the exact same time. Exactly. So time freezes. But and you're able to think and know because you're also omniscient. Yes. Right. Okay. You're also able to think and know about each and every person and put them exactly where they need to be so that they come back safe. I, you know, I, I, I want to believe you. And you know what? You know what supports it? Okay. Thanos having a conversation with Gamora in the Soul Stone in that time. Okay. But for, for Thor, it's like, snap. And then he's like, what did you do? And he's just like looking around like, disappears. But that 30 seconds or a minute that he's talking to Gamora, for Thor, it was a snap. Mm -hmm. It was instantaneous. For Thanos, that was time. And you know what? what time did he spend really thinking about all of the different things? Do you become like Dr. Manhattan in that moment? No. Where I, you're able to literally think out about everything. I, I, think, I, I, I think you're right because in Spider-Man Far From Home, right? They come back in that um, that school, right? They all come at the same. The blip. They call it the blip. The blip. And then I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, fucking, that means that people were in space in the sky. They probably fell. But you would say then in that movie, in the course of that movie, they would have then said, well, what about all the other people that died doing this and that and what have you? They didn't say anything, so therefore it never happened. I, I, yeah. I agree. I, I think the Russos could probably just explain it like that, you know. Now, Thirteen. You got the time stone. You just created a whole bunch of time for yourself. You got the soul stone. You're able to think about all the different souls. Yeah. You know, you got the power. You can extend your power to all of those different souls and just. And mind, you have the mind to think. Mind. About. Yeah. All right, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. It's been four hours. Four and a half. Yeah, that's some good nerd talk. Dude, we fucking got one thirty over here. All right, man. As always, if you like our podcast, please like and subscribe, share away, leave a comment if you can. You no know one is. Fuck all of you. All right, man. Do you have anything to say? Oh. All right, cool. Fuck all of you <laughs> for not making comments. 
you know, this is our record, record of Lodos. <laughs> Bro. All right. Wait, no, not leave meeting. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, team. If you've reached the end of this podcast, you know, in audio format, man, I got to hand it to you. That was a lengthy one. I give you mad props. And if you somehow to be my prodigy in the future, hey, man, thanks for listening. <laughs> Hope I raised you well. <laughs> As always, you know, we were talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, pros and cons and all that whole thing. I, I don't know how, if you can quantify pros and cons in a situation like that where one kid gets caught up in a wrong crowd and ends up shooting a bunch of fucking people and... <laughs> It's it's just all bad, and like in, if you're all into was this Kyle Rittenhouse? Did I fucking just come up with the wrong? I think I'm in the wrong podcast. <laughs> that was last podcast. This podcast is more about uh, the Cuties movie and the, and the Matrix, <laughs> not the Matrix, but the nature of reality. And then uh, we talk about some Trump rally, you know. <laughs> Oh man, maybe that should have been in my intro. Fuck, I don't know. If I, I think I fucked this all up. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Anyways, uh, as always, uh, please like and subscribe. If you have any comments, leave it in the YouTube comments or uh, uh, at, on podcast for we. Or you can hit us up on the podcast at gmail podcast for me at gmail dot com. So it's all one word. And always uh, be the better person than you were yesterday. Be strong, COVID strong, and stay frosty. Devil and the devil is free.